With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Exceptional Scribble Show. I am your host, Sage, the poet, and it is another terrific Tuesday night. We're coming to you live via the TalkShoe.com server, and again, this is the exceptional Scribble Show, and at this time, we are getting in gear to start tonight's program. The very first segment of the show is the exclusive interview hour. And during the exclusive interview hour, I will be presenting to some and introducing to a few others the feature artists for tonight. So let's get started. Here's our show details. The feature artist in the spotlight is Mr. Shane Teller. He is otherwise known as Zigzag. Yes, you heard me correct. For those of you who are a part of his social media network, you are familiar with that name. That is his career character name and or his stage name when performing. And what is our focus for tonight? Our focus is the Exceptional Scribble Show supports indie independent artists 365 days. So yes, it gives me great pleasure to launch for the very first show of 2018 a feature artist who is an indie slash independent artist. And there's so much more to this artist. So let me get started with a few other details that you need to know. First and foremost, our feature artist, Shane Teller, otherwise known as Zigzag, has just dropped a new album slash CD. The title is On the Other Side. That drop date again, New Year's, January the 1st, year 2018. And yes, I am so glad to say to everyone, goodbye 2017, welcome 2018. This is a new B beginning for us. Let's make 2018 the best year yet. And yes, we're going to do that. Yes, we are. Now, as for the new album CD, 
The title name again is On the Other Side. The drop date, New Year's Day, January the 1st, 2018. The genre, freestyle hip-hop, ladies and gentlemen. And what is the aim? Hear this. And I got this straight from the horse's mouth, per se. Zigzag himself said to me, this is his aim as for the music he produces. Motivation. That is the one word that he gave me. Motivation. And here's what followed that one word. He said, creating music that spreads positive and moderate influences. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to repeat that. His aim is motivation. Creating music that spreads positive and moderate influences. Here's some more information that you should know about the feature artist. Shane Teller is CEO of Stillman Stone Entertainment. It is an independent music production company created for the purpose of talent, production, and indie slash independent artist promotions. Shane goes by the career character name and stage name, Zig Zag. All right, ladies and gentlemen, so what will we be calling him tonight? Because we harrowed our artist names on this platform. We all have one. Mine is Sage, the poet. And so we will be calling Mr. Shane Teller by his artist name, Zigzag. He uses that name when performing. Zigzag is an indie independent artist, ladies and gentlemen. And here's some more information you should know about him. Currently, Zigzag has a total of 50 music tracks which are featured on SoundCloud. Yes, you would do a search on SoundCloud under the name Shane, S-H-A-N-E, Taylor, T-A-Y-L-O-R, and you will find his new album that just dropped on New Year's Day. On the other side, each of the singles are featured there. Check it out, check it out, check it out. One more thing. This is important. As an indie independent artist, Shane, a.k.a. Zigzag, attributes his success in music to artist collaboration. That is key. I'm always, always placing special emphasis on the need for artists to collaborate on this show's panel. And I'm very honored that I had in the spotlight tonight, a feature artist that lives by that principle. He does it well. He collaborates with artists on his music projects. In result, he has comp composed music tracks which features other indie or independent artists, such as we have one that will be joining him on the platform tonight. He is known as CVD. C V D. And of course, his, we'll say his other name that he's known as is Christian Winchester. He is an indie independent artist 
and he's featured on Shane's new album CD on the other side, and the track is number 11. That song's title is Going to Make It, ladies and gentlemen, Going to Make It. So this is what we're going to do. While we're going to get ready to start the interview, I am going to play that song for our listening audience to hear. And then after that, we will get started with our interview for tonight. Going to make it, ladies and gentlemen, Zigzag collaborates with CVD. Uh, 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, what do you think? What do you think? What do you think? You just heard an artist collaboration featured on Zigzag's new West album slash CD, which is entitled On the Other Side. And again, that particular single features CVD, another indie independent artist. And we're talking about greatness tonight. It's all about greatness. All right. Now, at this time, ladies and gentlemen, this is the moment. This is the moment you've been waiting for. I am now rolling the red carpet and turning the spotlight onto the feature artist, none other than Zigzag. And, again, he brought along with him tonight, CVD. Hello. Welcome. Hello, welcome, everybody. both of you. Welcome. <laughs> yes, it welcome. is an honor. So much can be said about that particular single there. Um, Hello. It features CVD. Yes, I'm going to give you both a chance now to uh, explain to the listeners a little about what all went into the composition of that track and um, the uh, the benefits of collabing, you know, working uh, together, artists okay. coming together. All right, for one, me and CBD, like, pretty much before I even started getting into, like, music and all that stuff, like, and all that stuff, before, like, my my trip has started, like, completely, like, like me and him clicked from day one involving music, so, like, automatically, like, it's just, like, you know, he showed me a couple things, collabing is, like, one thing that, like, you know, he makes beats and all that stuff, like, he actually sits there, plays guitar, if you listen to a part of the song, he says something about a guitar, and you hear in the background, that's him, like, that's his, that's him putting that, his touch into the song, which, um, if he adds that in, he can, uh, he can tell you about that, CVD. Mm-hmm. Hey, so basically, when I heard that the idea of the song, um, you know, gonna make it. See, me and Shane's been with this entire process uh, since day one. I mean, the first day I met Shane, we went to Philly, and to get to Philly, you need to get on a train. So I brought my guitar along, and we're sitting at the train station, and I start, you know, jamming, and me, him, and one of our friends, or used to be friends, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we uh, were friend at the time. We're uh, we started freestyling, rapping like you know, just fool around at the train station, and it mm-hmm. turned into this thing yeah, where that clicked. resulted, and we mm. automatically clicked. And then from then, from then on, we just started collabing. And me and him, that's that was that was almost that three four years ago. No, no, no. Honestly, okay, ready guys. Like, like when we were making that song, right? Honestly, like at first it was, it didn't exist until I randomly popped it in his head. Like I randomly got motivated. Like lately, I've been writing and recording a lot of stuff a lot lately. And like one of the main things, like out of the blue, I just popped this like random verse out of my head, and like I automatically recorded it. So I was just like, hey, you know what? I'm going to send this to CVD and you know, see what he's going to do. And I wanted him to put his touch into it. And that's what happened. Like, he he went on to it. He actually, like, recorded He's like, yo, you got to check this out. And we made this song. And 
you know, it's one of something that we've been working on, and you know, it's one of the songs. We have another class song that we made, but that's coming up on the next one, the next album. I have not released the the drop of that yet, but like, if people follow onto the page, you'll follow it. But um, we. I should um, tell them a little bit about it if you want me to, Shane. Yeah, yeah go ahead. You know, see if you go ahead. Tell them some more. Hey, the mic so is in your hands, both of you. We want to hear all of what you have to say about how that single was composed because we think that it has the potential to be something that people will want to listen to for years yet in the making. So help yourself. The mic is in your hands, and we're all ears, and we'll just ask questions you know, afterwards. Uh, I'll hold already, on to your well, finish. The, the next single we're coming out with, we already recorded it. It's already composed. It's already ready to go. The song mm-hmm. is called Sleep. It yes. is uh, the story of a kid who can't believe in himself, but everybody around him believes in him, which mm-hmm. results in him starting to believe in himself. Um, mm. When I first, I recorded the song. This was a song that I wrote. And I was mm-hmm. beat and everything, but then I was like, it's missing something. It's missing another voice. And I thought of the one person that I could go to who's always open for a collaboration. And I love how you put that in the beginning of the intro. Shane's always down to collaborate. He wants to get people's voices out. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. a lot of my promotion, you know, have you know, all the stuff that a lot of the stuff that I do now, I couldn't be able to do without Shane because he promoted some of my music. Uh, every time I drop a new song, he's sharing it, he's posting it, he's doing all this sort of stuff. And I couldn't get to a lot where I'm at without him. And, you know, mm-hmm. I return the favor. You know, I'll, I'll be on this track, I'll make you this a beat, I'll do this for you. And we just help each other out. And just like the song, we're going to make it. It's going to happen. We're going to do something with our lives. And yeah. the difference of that is just, like, we are, I mean, Shane has, like, really has come a long way. I mean, I mean, Shane, if you don't mind me sharing this about yeah, you know, yeah, when yeah, we first yeah, started yeah, rapping, yeah. neither one of us could even, like, remotely flow. Like, it yeah, was no, nothing. It was yeah, bad. It, like, it, I, had a, I, had a, <laughs> I had a nationally catchy vibe flowing lately. I've been catching that lately. And then, that, like, you know, more in terms of writing and recording a lot. And now we have more equipment. Before, we didn't have, like, yeah. literally nothing. Now we have a lot we more equipment. We were recording from the earphone microphone. <laughs> yeah. It was right. Well, I just, I just got myself a condenser microphone. And I'm gonna, I've been recording through that. And I... uh. I mean, this has just been a trip that I want to continue. It's a road trip that I don't want to stop. All right. I I hear you. Well, listen, um, your product is definitely marketable. Um, I love the energy that you both brought to uh, the creation of that piece. um, I think that matters. I have songs that's not even, like, you know, I have songs that I've written, recorded, that's not even out, like, just completely already, like, there, and I'm just continuing just putting out the right ones that I want, and, like, these are the ones that I decided to put out, the one, because I thought this one, it was their time, so, like, technically, the, um, that every song I speak of a motivation, which I really do, like, comes from the head, comes from the feeling, inspiration, But yeah, yeah I definitely I mean, put the work in Shane that. Heard, uh, Shane heard my new song 
Um, a couple of my mm-hmm. friends, I always send them to them. And, uh, I mean, it's just the, the way that we, our, our lyrics, like, you know, his lyrics are, like, all, like, upbeat, motivational. Um, right. Know, I, don't, I, I don't know why. I have no clue why mine are, like, the mm-hmm. way they are. But all my lyrics are, like, you know, my songs, like, I'm not all of them, but recently really, my songs have like been, deep. like, downhill. <laughs> they're, like, deep, but, like, they're, like, they're deep. Just, like, they're really deep. But not just deep, but he also acts a little bit, a little funny in his goofy style. He has his own style to his music. Like, if you listen well, to yeah. his songs, like, the thing that saying. he does is the background. But the background beats mm-hmm. are, like, his original. Like, he makes original background beats. Like, he mm-hmm. he has about five different guitars, like... Like, <laughs> like that's I mean, like, I did an off. You know, do you guys feel familiar of the TV show The Office? Yeah. Yeah. I remixed the intro song, and mm-hmm. I rapped to it, and found a way to incorporate every single character's name in the first verse. Mm. Like very it, clever. I think, went, I think it went something like. So let me go ahead and introduce you to the fam. We got Michael, Sally, Kevin, Kremertis, and Jan. Angie, Kelly, mm-hmm. Toby, Angela, Ryan, Jim, and Pam. Can't forget about Oscar, Dale, Phillips, and Dwight. Yeah. So it's every single character's name rhymes and fits in that first verse. And if you guys, I mean, that's like, <laughs> that was hard. That took me about, like, at least two hours to figure out. Hey, hey um, yeah, Christian. Yes, yes. Christian, tell everybody about your um your backup experience into music. Like, just let everybody know a little personal about it. Just you know, just, I don't know, throw it on the table. You know, right, I mean, I, I've, been, I've been a music person since I was around twelve. I started out at a place called the Let There Be Rock School in uh, Folsom, uh, and and, it, and okay. it's uh, it's run by a guy named John Daly. He's a very good guy. He's he's one of my best friends. Um. See, I was their music. The place was like music lessons. You go there, you take the lessons, they put you into a band, and you go and play places. Mm-hmm. And rec- I haven't—I mean, I've done a lot of singing and rap. I haven't done rapping a lot. I started rapping maybe about two, two or three years ago. That's new. It's still pretty new for me. Um, but you know, I I play the guitar. Um, it's my main instrument. Uh, and the uh, gonna make it that little play in the guitar. I had to figure out what key the song was in first, so I could do a little <laughs> lick or like, like that. That had to be figured out. Um, but see, when it comes to music, music, uh, I perform. I went to a uh, big event for my church, and they had a music competition um, where. If you're an artist, you know, if you're at the retreat and you're an artist, mm-hmm. you can go to this music competition, and if you win the competition with your song or your performance, you can perform in front of the entire retreat, which was 1,500 people. Okay. And my, my song won, and I'm not going to be able to tell you how terrified I was to perform in front of this many people. Um, the song I wrote was called, um, oh, crap, what was the name of it? I'm a, was it I'm a Believer? No, it was, um, Save Me, Revive Me. Uh, yeah, it, I remember that It was the song one. I wrote for, for church. Um, and it was a piano, it was on the piano, and I performed it, and I played it, 
and I mm-hmm. had to have my back turned. My back turned was, was to the audience. And when I was done, I had a standing ovation. And if you were to know the feelings of, you know, the roaring, and not the roaring really, but the clapping and the whistling and the standing ovation by itself, it's an mm-hmm. honor. And that's what really, that's what pushed me to continue. Because at one point, I was really thinking of giving up music because I felt like I wasn't excelling. I felt like I wasn't going anywhere. But after that right. particular moment, I was like, okay, mm. I have something here. And I continued. Mm-hmm. And now I can play the guitar, drums, bass, piano, violin, viola, the saxophone, and the clarinet. Boom. Yeah. <clears throat> so I rap, sing, and scream. I write poetry. My whole vision on life is to entertain people. I am Which uh, collides into me because, like, pretty much, you know, I just don't want to entertain. I just want to sit there and, you know, I, you know, I want to motivate. Like, I want people to listen to yeah. it, like, later on and see it and just be like, oh, okay, these people. <laughs> my, mod- my motto is the party don't stop till I arrive. <laughs> the party doesn't start until I arrive. Because every time I go to an event or a party, it's so boring. Right. Well, listen. I want to. I want to get some questions in because I know how time oh, goes when you're having fun. The yeah. next thing you know, yeah. you know, our time is up. <laughs> um, Shane, real important. Now, in reference to on the other side, um, yes. all of all of the tracks are featured on SoundCloud, correct? Yes, they are featured on SoundCloud. Pretty much, I have. Every single one of them uploaded, and not, or you can just easily go onto the playlist. I have them on a playlist. Just click on the the album cover on the other side, and it will access all the songs in order and how you know just everything. All all twelve new goody goody songs. <laughs> okay, now grade. my next my next question in reference to the imaging, uh, because we all know that. Uh, whatever the cover of your album is saying, that's going to either grab the interest of someone that's viewing it, or it could kind of ward them away from wanting to, uh, you know, listen. So one moment. So my question is, who is the artist of the art? depicted on the album's cover, and can you give the interpretation for our listeners? And thank you so much. Yes, I can. That picture was drawn by me. I drew that years ago. It was an image of life that that I had. It was was one of those times that that you just had a motivation and you just, you know, you hold it into the key, and it's something that, you know, I drew years ago as a younger kid, and mm-hmm. I decided to keep it, so I had it on the wall. So like every time I looked at it, like it was like looking at like the other side. It's what I, it, it's what my image of the other side and what it might look like. But like there might be like what I'm trying to say is like my my entitled of a human, a not human, an alien. Because like in my in my new album, I put myself as like you know my first song off the top is called I'm a Martian. So like oh, I'm actually mm-hmm. I'm like not from I'm not from this world. Like honestly, I'm not like I don't consider myself as a person. Like <laughs> but just the fact that I consider myself that I just randomly crashed here for a purpose and like honestly like 
like a lot of obstacles and just a lot of signs, just a lot of things that, you know, that cross your mind, but like, it's just on the other side. And like that picture, I actually, like I said, I have on my wall, I kept it, I keep it. And I just decided, I was like, dude, that would be really cool to, to put this one as the album cover that, I, you know, my fifth album, like, I just took the picture of it and just stuck with it. And I was just like, just, I felt it because it brought back like the image, but it's cool. Okay. Well, thanks for that interpretation. Very, very, very um, intriguing as well. As, Shared by as love. As for the art, as for the art, it, it is an intriguing. Um, I, I in love the, the mirror, pattern. They see, they see, they, they see, they see that when they look into the mirror. Some mm-hmm. people they don't see themselves. Yeah. So I love that pattern. Them. I see a lot of things when I look at it myself. I um, right. it looks like there's well, of course like you can. Tell that there's this eye like at, that's the, me. at the center. Mm-hmm. Like I, and I, consider, I consider myself on the other side. Like like that that's me. Like I looked into the mm-hmm. mirror and like that that's me. Like I drew that. Like that. And then I I note also it, it appears to be some flowers. It looks like I can see. Um. Yeah, there's this flower kind of flower uh, floral um, accent. In, in that picture as well. And I yes. just really like the patterns which you have going on as far as the patterns that are shown in it. it was, Very interesting um, art. I do mm-hmm. a lot of um I do a lot of spiritual walks. Like I do a lot of spiritual I'm like I'm really open with my spirituality beliefs. Mhm. Now why did you pick the colors that that are shown? Can you touch on that as well cuz we definitely embrace the art and well, every form of art on this platform. Well, like I drew that that whole entire picture right, like in my mind, and I like well, technically, I I drew it with a bunch of sharpies and all that stuff, and just like that mm-hmm. was the first design that I got shown as a kid. But like, just the fact is, like I wanted to express a picture without making it creepy. I wanted to make it cool at the same time. Like I wanted to bring an image of a monster but like a human but not really human but like a like an alien type of form and like i made that and i, and I decided to keep that picture and i have it on my wall i have mm-hmm. certain other cool things like i have like a dream catcher hanging up my wall i have um I have now a- this particular image is this something that you use as a positive affirmation affirmation to give you inspiration at times something you look at yeah. And it kind of grants you inspiration when you need that. Well, yeah, because, like, whatever okay. that thing is, right, mm-hmm. like, I don't see myself as that. I see myself as something different. I'm just mm-hmm. like that thing. So, like, like all Mac would look at it, I'd be like, I could be peaceful. But, you know, my image might look different that, you know, in other mm-hmm. people's more superior. But me, like, I see myself as... And like you know, a Martian. Like I just, I'm here. <laughs> okay. Well, at this time we're going to play. We're going to play. You have a single or a track featured on your newest album on the other side, which is entitled "I Am a Martian." So I'm going to play okay. that for our listeners. And thank you. Mm-hmm. This is 
sending out a message. And it may not be the kind of message that you like or the kind of message that makes you feel comfortable, but it's a truth. Every artist depicts what is truth in their own eyes. And I think that that's the beauty of art. We're not all alike. You know, you're unique in your uniqueness as an artist. So I can appreciate that. Now, as for the F-bombs, I know for a lot of us, we kind of, that, you know, that, that, that was kind of a little more than what most people want to be subject to hearing. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's why, that's why, but that's as why you said, all you know, it was it. what you were feeling in, 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 in that moment. When you're expressing, I, I, I bring my emotions, emotions into my songs, and like at that right. moment when I was thinking, honestly, the song actually goes in a deep, 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 even even farther, like a, 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 you know, a deeper story than you know that that like you know like it takes me back mm-hmm. to something when I was little. Like I actually have a song on on that you know on my album that like you know it's it's called Ten Toes Down I'm at Ten Toes but like don't don't play that one cuz that one you know that one's a little emotional like I still get it mm-hmm. you know but like just the whole factor is like I explain certain details and like honestly like just being like you know considering myself as an alien outcast right just the factor is like just the feeling of like being a bear which is say words say it the way I want to and have the freedom to say it and yeah, mm-hmm. that's why that's why straight up all Macklin when the song ended, I knew for a fact, you know, people do criticize the word F bomb like a lot of mm-hmm. factors. I want to feel that I, I want people to feel that emotion that I want to drop that F bomb for that reason because it felt good. Mm-hmm. Not just a factor is like I I want to say it because I want to be cool. I just said it because I said it during that moment of time because I thought of something because it brought back the meaning of the song. But that's why well, I brought attention when it ended. I'm a Martian, and I don't mm-hmm. care what people think, honestly, because I'm going to live past mm-hmm. whatever you know I had in my head that was going on. If people yes, think yeah. I'm weird, okay, guess what? I guess I am a Martian. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like I like that idea. Period, and I like that as an artist that. You you brought your uniqueness into the declaration me I am a Martian, and you use so many descriptive lines and phrases in that piece. There's the part, the one um, part when you say they don't even know when I'm hiding, and you mention about yeah, me too. walking through, yeah, walking through the cornfield and different things. And for someone who appreciates. Um, uh, literacy in general, as well as one that's well, an avid reader. You know, You're taking aliens them. The Martians ain't going to come up to you and say, hey, what's up? I'm a Martian. I'm different. Like, you know what I mean? Some people are scared mm-hmm. to make that, to even go near that battery of like, like somebody, like to even talk. So, like, you know, I came I came a long way, but just the fact there is just that song just has a lot of meaning, and that's just you know. Yeah, I, yeah, it does. And you're giving your listeners, your listening audience, you're giving them an experience, something that maybe they never had before. It's a uniqueness that you bring 
to that I am a marketing you have, you think about something, right? Like automatically, like my, like at that moment, the, you know, the words were, I'm a Martian, you know what I mean? That was the motion, Mm -hmm. like that was the motion of that moment of the thought of what, what was going on when I was, you know, spitting this. Mm Mm-hmm. Very, 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 very good job as well. And and that's Thank what you. it's all about, you know, giving giving an experience that someone has never had before, granting them that opportunity to have yes. an experience. And you're taking them on a ride. They're they're I, going with you I mean, places. When when I get to what it's about. It shouldn't be just one sided. Like I could actually see what you were saying. I felt like I was being taken in to a new uh domain. You were giving me a tour of this is what you were experiencing in yeah. your moment and this is what it's like, you know, yeah. as far as life from hey, your yeah. perspective. Eminem got the song, um, I'm the real Shim Shady. I mean he says a lot of songs. Like he mm-hmm. like, look at his history of songs. Like honestly how much criticized he got for years of all that stuff, but, like, just the fact there is he put his thoughts out on the table, like, and guess what? He's still mainstream. So, like, that's right. still out. I think when he you're true to time. your craft, I think that's what makes an artist remember. Look, it's and, Shane and it's Taylor, also what makes the music it's, timeless. It's Shane Taylor, a.k.a. Zigzag. It's Zigzag. That's that's pretty much who, that's, that's who I am. Uh, that's, that's, that's his character he wants to put out. That's who he is. I'm just the I'm just the person supporting Zigzag, like I I'm the guy, like <laughs> you know what I mean. That's there, but and that's for good. Fact, that's, that's good to make that distinction as well. Um, yeah. you know, you live two lives. I know you who have I am. One life and Zigzag. zigzag and is. Then you're Shane Teller, the CEO. Zigzag. Zigzag. Zigzag's a Martian. Zigzag is a Martian. I I'm I'm just uh, I'm just Shane. <laughs> hmm Okay, now I'm gonna ask you which one which particular song on the album on the other side, which one would you say is your signature? For track? that one I I would have to say like um oh, there's like a lot of like all different kinds on that one, but like one of them would have to be like you know, if I was gonna name the two off the top, it's gonna be um you know, wanna wanna do flex, right? And um, that's one one song, and and the one we made it with CVD. Okay, all right. Okay, so would you say one is more of an anthem, meaning you know it's it's your coming out song? Yeah, it, it's, it's it's just um every every song is like a chapter in like a book that just continues to read a new different story. Mhm. Which that, one is your like, anthem? My anthem. Like Gloria Gaynor, hers was "I Will Survive." You know, and and everybody, you know, that's a song about you know you coming out and you making making it known. You know, I am not oh, weak. Oh. I am not a victim. I'm well, you know. I'm over one this. song. No, no, there is one song that I actually like. Actually, it's called um, the Vibe Wave, and that in this song, right, that I added to this um to this album, mm-hmm. I actually was going to release this. I actually was going to hide it because, like, honestly, like I I liked it so much because it, it's a different flow. 
And like that's a that's if it's gonna be a signature of that song, like that whole album right there, it's gonna be that one. Cause I added the that vibe one, like wave. That, the vibe wave, yes, that would be the All right. Look, that that's the one that I debated on, and was like, I gotta add that one. <laughs> okay. Well, at this time, we're gonna have the pleasure. I am so honored, Sage the Cohen, host of the Exceptional Show Show, because I'm gonna play that song for our listeners. And thank you for giving us that intro about that song. Wonderful. Thanks. Yeah. 
You should put on um on a flight.
ready to service you if you're ready for the world as an artist. So, Shane, I'm going to pass the mic to you at this time. You can give all of the background information you'd like to share about how Stillman gotcha. Stone Entertainment can service yes. those uh, ready artists Stillman, out there that are prepared. Uh, Stillman Stone Entertainment, I made up the idea of it like a year and a half ago, and it, was, it started out as just as me, but then also recruiting a little bit of people, just like, you know, having little promotions back and forth to people, people that I, you know, that I give feedback to. Like, there's a couple people that I know that, you know, hit, like, the Apollo Theater down in Philadelphia. That's like a, um, if if people don't know what that is, that's like a place that you can perform at, and it's like a venue type of thing. But I have people that's connected out there. I have I have all the connections. I have connections to people that, like, lead to, like, clubs, to, like, bars, that, like, automatically, like, to open mic shows that they like you. Like, they'll even prefer, even, you know, jump into even more into agreement of, of contracting and putting people out there. So, yeah, I'm moving. Actually, currently I have a record studio that I'm building up with CVD, and at the same time, I'm also like that. Like me and him are building a Philadelphia record studio, technically based. So this is gonna be a baseline. I have other connections. I have one in California, and I have one in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. These people are also making. These are my outer connections. They're also making record studios. So I'm trying to get outer, like outer, like big cities, like connections, so I can actually put other people out there. So. I have people that send me videos during the day. Like, I review them. Like, this is something that I actually do and that I dedicate. And I actually, you know, put money aside. I have plans and everything. I'm trying to really set up a, a team at the end of it. So, like, okay. actually, like, trying to move in on shows. And, and I'm I'm working towards, like, agreements or currently with um, other people and making CEO, like, CC contracts and tracks with other people also around – around the world in a way. So Ashley, Ashley, yeah, these connections. I, you know, to start out with me, like I'll view somebody and I'll, you know, I'll give feedback about what I think about it. If I like it, I will post it on my page. And the whole factor is I will share it. Like I put down money down on talent and I, I, I put up with some, you know, I put up towards, you know, motivation to help bring out people. Like, Mm-hmm. bring them out to the stage and like to one day like you know i already have a couple people that like one day if i call upon them for example cvd if i want to i can call upon him like you know i can have like a show like you know i can book a show and have people come out we can you know depends on how the show outcomes like you know it could be royals and to the whole conversation of it so it's you know pretty down yeah. groovy with it i'm down to like you know Plan now, in like reference to artists uh, that would like to have Stillman Stone Entertainment to help them promote their music, what are the requirements? What are the things that they need to know to do? What things should they have ready to present all that well, sort of they have to um they have to have their work put on the table they have to send me something that they already made maybe like one or two or three something that they made 
that mm-hmm. I, I would see run through it and I'll look through everything, you know, I'll do a full check. I run it through like the people on my team, see how they feel about it. And like the whole factor is like, if we interest it, I will tell them that we're interested, but like, you know, not just, just, you know, not because we say an interest is like, you know, everybody going to get in just the whole factor is like, if I say interested, like I could promote you at least lift you off the ground just to, you know, get my purpose of who I am. Like, like it's just a factor is like, you know, I'm not, you know, greed is just, you know, rude of evil. I personally think. And just the whole factor is like, I like music and I want to promote it. Cause like, Hey, one, one day I might promote the next big one. You don't know. It happened. It's just mutual love, mm-hmm. like, you know, respect respect and loyal. It's just I got people, you know, that I have online that's out there with the dream with me. Okay. And I'm just trying to build a dream. I'm trying to make a dream happen. All right. Now, in reference to um, where you would like to be as far as Stillman Stone Entertainment goes, where would you... Or where do you envision Stillman Stone Entertainment at in the next three years, three to five years? I see it kicking off. I see it, like, literally fully kick off to, like, you know, like, have these people on call, send them out on tours, having contracts to, like, like certain type of places, mm-hmm. that, like, warehouse, setting up events, like, having, like, a whole type of crew involving, involving it and having events and to where, like, you know, profit or at the door, profit or with the, like, any type of, like, water drinks, anything, you know, it's in the background. And, like, you know, of course, tickets. And I, I plan on, like, you know, trying to really, like, you know, put them out there by starting to, like, let them have their free base freedom of speech out in public. So I'll have, like, a grounds. And, I like I said, I told you my outer connections, like, they're working on licenses in places currently. Like, I have connections that's outer so like just the whole factor is like in three years i want to be better to call like one two three four send somebody out like you know to like 10 different places and like have like another like you know 10 people sent to another different places and whatever at the end of the tour break out like you know royals from people mm. it's just okay. you know it's just a team i'm trying to build a team it's just a musical Building team, a team. They could book weddings. It wants to lead up to, like, weddings and stuff like that, like parties and, like, just, you know, bookings and stuff like that. Still, Mr. will represent. Now, um, you did make mention that you and CVD are in process of building your own recording studio. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. Now, in reference to to people – uh, such as donors and sponsors that would like to support you both in achieving that goal, uh, can you share your contact so that yes. they may be yes, able to yes, correspond yes, yes, with yes. you? Yes, of course. Always. I, I, I'm currently, I have a call, like I said, my out of connections are looking for sponsors. I'm trying to get some, I'm trying to get Stillman Stone Entertainment to be lifted off the ground. And I'm like, you know, I am looking for like, like we are looking for, you know, investors and trying to get the dream mm-hmm. rolling. So my, my contact information would be like my cell phone would be like the best way to contact me is 610-333-2013. Now can you restate it, but say it slower yes. for our listening audience. Yes. Thanks. Six, one, 
O, three, 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 twenty, which is two, zero, one, three. Thank you. And you guys can get and, back. And uh, is there an email? With, with, what is the best email for anyone that wants to correspond with you? What is the, the best, best email? The best email you can contact me is my personal email, business email, which is like every, you know, every type of contact in the man, which is um, you can get me at Nasrage, N, N for nice, E for Eve, S for Shane, R in rage, A in apple, G, E, at, Gmail, which is G, M, A, I, L, dot com. Nestrage at gmail.com. There you go. Yeah, that's my personal email. You guys can contact me there. And I want to make sure everybody has that email again correctly. And is that N-E-S? And that's in ninth? Yes. Okay. E as in Evelyn. S as in Sunday. Is there just one S or two S's? Just one S. Okay. And then Rage, which is R-A-G-E, correct? Yes. And give me the last again, because I'm typing this in in our chat. Email at gmail.com. Email.com. So, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget that email address is Ness, N-E-S, Rage, R-A-G-E. And the thing about about me and Christian's connection... Gmail.com. Yes. Just the one thing about me and him is the fact there is, like, me and him, we have this certain type of combining style that we have going on. And the thing about me and him is, like, part of our special, we have, like, a special type of thing going on involving, like, a team on the side. So, like, automatically, like... I look for the people that I could actually also flow with. So if I think I can make a song with somebody, I want to go up and try to make a song with somebody. So, like, that could be, like, studio time with, like, you know, with us. So, like, that's, that you know, it's not just for anybody else. I'm also looking for also, you know, continue my dreams involving my next projects. And I have a lot of projects getting known to men that I'm going to probably be, like, haven't already done. Mhm. All right. Well, thank you so much. And um, I'm going to say again, it was a pleasure to have you on, Shane Keller, uh, otherwise known as Zigzag. Ladies and gentlemen, don't forget, um, if you're on Facebook, you can look him up at, and Shane, you can give that Facebook link now for our listeners? Yes, um, you can hit me up on Facebook at Dealman Stone Entertainment. If you look up on the page, it's uh, you can look up that. What I just told you was a page number, but you can also hit me up on my actual personal account on Facebook also, which is Shane Taylor, S H 
A N E Taylor. T A Y L O R. Very good. Thank you again. Looking forward to helping. Yes, the Exceptional Scribble Show will be posting on various pages on social media, and we already have some information posted on our fan page. There will be more, and we're going to make sure that information is also shared uh, throughout social media. We want to create such a trafficking to Shane's, uh, to ZigZag's SoundCloud page where his newest album, On the Other Side, is featured. We want it to be such a mass trafficking that Google Analytics will be able to document it and they will start making certain to help navigate and promote a lot of people to that page because they will support it if it's getting a mass amount of traffic let's coming reach to it. it. I, so, already have, I already have people. I'm starting a movement. Let's kick it. Let, let, let's, get, let's get things going. We got to build it up some more because you just dropped that. You just dropped it. We got to get more people trafficking to that page. So we're going to do our part, and we're going to encourage others to do the same, and you keep producing that music because it matters. Never think it doesn't. It matters. It's good for the soul. It matters. All right. What would you like to say in closing? We have um, our free publishing tips hour coming up next. Do you have anything that you didn't say that you feel the need to say? This is your time, and then we're moving forward. Uh, CB, you want to say something before you go? Oh, yeah, sure. Um, Thank you for having me. I enjoyed listening in. I didn't mute myself, so, you know, no background noise was heard. uh, I just appreciate Thank you guys. You. Uh, but you're very welcome, and I, I hope to maybe come back sometime. Yes, yes, I'm looking forward to having you back and to having Shane on some more um, throughout the year. And you guys keep keep doing what you're doing. Collaboration. Oh, I'm yeah, always a couple of I'm always important. Yes, right, collaboration. Artists coming together. Artists uniting. Artists working as a team. That's what matters, and that's what works. We need more Making artists doing that. Happen. Very good. All right. Keep it up. Keep it up. All right. Talk to you guys later. See you. All right. Peace and blessings. Safe travels out there. Stay warm. Yep. I will. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. You're welcome. Take care. Well, Shane, oh, um, if you want to stay on, it's up to you, but we're going now into the second always, segment uh, of our program well um at this mm-hmm. it's, it's, a, it's always a pleasure coming on to the show it's always a pleasure thank you I'm listen hold on please uh you know have me come back i want to talk more you know talk everybody's ear off and hey i want to continue showing you all my style yes and wonderful thanks so much and we're going to get you. more people trafficking to that soundcloud page congratulations oh, can't wait. thank you thank yes, you congratulations on the drop of on the other side it's very interesting Music, very intriguing uh, album cover. Uh, Your artistry is impeccable. Keep your style. Keep it free. Keep it flowing. For a six-year-old, that's not a bad drawing. No, not at all. That's 
awesome drawing for a six-year-old in particular. I had a, I had a picture, beautiful art in general. I had a picture of, a, of that design when I was little of a teacher showing me it, and I made a plant, and the uh, principal held it into the office. He put it up on the wall for, like, a good, like, six or eight years. Mm, okay. It's pretty so, cool. Hey, you know the worst of your art. When you hear... Um, adults making a lot of noise about your work. Especially, that means that that you have potential. That one, that it, one's one of my rare. favorites. That one's one of my favorites. I would have to key. Mm-hmm. Means a lot to me. And a good choice to use it for your album cover on the other, on the other side. side. Very good. Yeah. Uh, well, and have a good night, Miss Friend. You too. <laughs> Wonderful. Enjoy doing the interview. Looking forward to the next one. And keep, keep, don't stop the music. Keep the music. Well, now I'm the music. The flow. That's right. Peace and blessings. See you, Sage. And best of success with the uh, music. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we're now transitioning to the free. Publishing Tips Hour, and I am so very grateful and so very glad to launch 2018, the start of the year. I had the pleasure of interviewing Shane Teller. He is the CEO of Stillman Stone Entertainment. He's also an up and rising indie independent artist with a lot ahead of him. He's got a bright, bright star over him, and he's looking forward to sharing his art with love for years to come. So to everyone, don't forget, you can go on SoundCloud. It's not going to cost you a penny and support him. He's got every one of his tracks, and let me be exact on this, and saying his newest album, which is entitled On the Other Side, has 11 tracks on it. All right? 11, I'm sorry, 12 tracks. 12, not 11. 12 tracks on it. And there's some very interesting or, shall I say, intriguing art featured on the cover of his album and CD On the Other Side. It is original art by him. The um, picture is something he drew at the age of six. I think that is quite phenomenal, such skill as a six-year-old to show in his art. And it's um, very intriguing art, very interesting. So don't forget, visit his SoundCloud page, ladies and gentlemen. He has a page on SoundCloud. It's under his name, Shane Teller. And uh, he does go by the artist named Zig Zag on Facebook, that is, on Facebook and other social media outlets or venues. But on SoundCloud, his newest album, which just dropped on New Year's, January 1st, 2018, entitled On the Other Side, it is featured on SoundCloud. Check it out, check it out, check it out. He wants to hear from you. You're going to hear his music, and in turn, he deserves to get some good, responsive feedback from you. I want to say a big happy 2018. I see my co-host, Warrior's Queen, Zipporah Salmon, is back, and she is back. 
on track, ladies and gentlemen. This is her hour. She's lead facilitator. And we also have one of our favorites in support of us on this show's platform. We have Sky Ski Rio all the way from the U.S. Virgin Islands joining us tonight. Welcome. Happy 2018, Sky Ski. Hey, greetings, greetings, Francine, and, and everyone else, man. Um, thank you so much. Oh, you're very, Same. very welcome. Same and we're we're hoping and we're believing as well that 2018 is going to be our best year yet, Skysky, and that's for all of us, all yeah. of us who who those who are willing to take that advancement. If you're willing to take that, it's like somebody giving you a blank check and you can write in whatever amount you want. That's how it is in the possession of making 2018 your best year. Think of it like a blank check somebody hands it to you and you can write it in. Whatever the amount is that you want that blank check to be worth. That's what it is. It's what you put in. You're only going to get out of 2018 what you're willing to put in. And nothing comes without a fight. So you're going to have to fight. Yes, you're going to have to believe. You're going to have to hope. You're going to have to earn that right. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. You're going to have to earn that right. Our ancestors, our ancestors paved the way for us, right? Now, they paved the way. They laid the foundation. But it's our responsibility to be accountable for what they did. The way that the best way we can honor them is to say, I'm going to do whatever it takes so that I make it, I advance, but not just myself, my community too. Give back. Always give back. Mm-hmm. Giving back is key. When you give back to your community, that is one of the best investments you can make on earth. Because what you're saying is, I appreciate all the tokens that my forefathers, foremothers, ancestors, they handed down to me, and I'm giving back something that the next generation can hold on to and cherish, and it'll help them in their advancement forward as a people. So let us not forget where we came from. Let us honor our heritage and cherish it and celebrate it always. But let us always remember to invest in the present, the generation of tomorrow, and not leave them behind because it's up to us. We can do this. We can do this. Well, Warriors, Queens, and Poor Thalman, how are you? I'm coming along, Dr. Fran, and how are you and everybody tonight? <laughs> I am good. Glad to hear your voice. Glad to have you back on the panel. Missed you last week. I'm glad you're with us again this week, and we are ready. I believe Skyski is with us tonight so far, encouraging us, holding, holding us up again, and we appreciate him dearly. Glad to go into 2018 with our first show of the year launch and to have Skyski on the panel with us. Skyski, is there anything that you would like to say in reference to 
the year in, the new year? Anything that you're looking forward to doing? Any projects, maybe, that you're working on? I think he just had a drop call. Of course, we know he's calling all the way from the U.S. Virgin Islands, so sometimes the phone lines uh, drop occasionally when it's a long distance. So he'll be calling back in at his earliest convenience. We'll start off. I want to also give a warm welcome to my adopted nephew, uh, author, published author, Philip Varian. Welcome. Welcome. Yes, I need you to speak a little louder so everybody can hear your voice. (laughs) Happy 2018 to you, too. And guess what? This is going to be our best year yet. Do you think so? I know so. (laughs) (laughs) Wonderful. That's all it takes. If you you think so, you're going to do what you have to do so it can be so. So I like that. I like that. So what do you have for us tonight? You got anything? um, What's on your mind that you would like to share? And then we're going right. We got our lead facilitator for Free Publishing Tips Hour on, and she's ready to go. So I'm going to give you a chance now to um, share what you would like to share before we transition fully into the Free Publishing Tips Hour. Okay, I'm happy. I'm happy you let me have this thing. I remember I was telling you when we was chatting about um this um website. I was telling you about it's called Outskirts Press, and I want to ask Queen Sephora, what does she think about this um this publishing company, which I told you about? They're looking at in Colorado, where all of the authors get a hundred percent of all their royalties. I would like to know what does Queen Sephora think about that? And tell her the name of this company again, because she'll do some research as well. Thank you. Uh, it's called Outskirts Press. All right, Outskirts Press. Yeah, dot com. All righty. All right, before I you know, tell my viewpoint, I just want to say Happy New Year to everyone, to the listeners. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Yes, 2018, and I agree with Duchess Franda. It is going to be the best this year. <laughs> <laughs> and I also advise to please Thank you. stay warm. You're welcome. And I also advise to please stay warm. It is super chilly outside. Oh, my. Thank mm-hmm. you. We can't remind ourselves that enough. We are in for an Arctic I believe a nor'easter is coming through on the East Coast, and tomorrow is expected to arrive between Wednesday night into Thursday. So we're looking at January the 3rd going into the 4th, experiencing a chill factor, people. And, of course, you know, if you were in uh, Philly or on the East Coast today, it was below 30 for our high. Mm-hmm. So we're definitely in the cold temp. This is the time to put on your layers mm-hmm. and cover your head and those ears. And if you can, yeah. your nose as well <laughs> as your mouth too. Yes, indeed. And those who are vulnerable to getting cold penetrating into your bones and joints, please wear the layers. You need 
to be insulated going out in this cold. Thank you so much, Warriors, Queens of Pura. And you can return back to Philip's question because that was a very good question. We want to make sure that we're catering to our callers as well during this hour, and thanks again. All right. You're welcome, Dr. Swan. You know, because one more thing about the cold front, you know, you don't want to be a human icicle. That's right. Mm -hmm. So true. Thanks. Yeah. You're welcome again. So regarding Outskirts Press Incorporation, I just, you know, pulled it up, and it says, publish your book and keep 100% of your profits and rights. Full-service publishing for print and or e-books. Hardback and paper book options available. Fast, easy process for publishing and marketing. Receive your free publishing guide plus a bonus e-book instantly. And you enter your first name and your email address, you know, to get the free details. Now, when you enter in your email address, you know, your general information, of course, they are supposed, you know, to send you out their booklet or the, for the information about the publishing company. But even though with self-publishing companies, you keep your 100% of your profits and rights, but I don't want to sound repetitive. However, it's the amount of money that you're going to spend, you know, to get your book published. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, did you hear every word that she said, Philip, and, and do you have any questions about anything that was said? Well, uh, I want to explain to Tori that when I, when I did the research on our outskirts, I was telling Francine that the, um, the packages is really, really high. But one thing I liked about them, which I don't think you can find for any other publishing, where you, I don't think you find too many sub-publishers that really, really would get 100% of all their royalties. So that's really, really what struck me because when you look at, like, um, Infinity and iUniverse mm-hmm. and Steepers, you know, mm-hmm. you know, their percentages are so low. And I think with mm-hmm. Outskirts Press, you know, I think that when they say oh, you can 100% of all their royalties, I really, really, well, to me, I think that's a big deal, though, because you don't really find too many um, sub-publishers and companies giving you that kind of um, royalties. I don't even think traditionals give that kind of amount. Mm. Now, how... Uh, now, how much of the, this is a Warriors, Queens, of poor, how much of the money did, uh, you're talking about uh, the, what self-publishing company gave you the amount that a traditional publishing company didn't give you? No, I'm not saying, no, um, I, I, what I was saying is I don't think that, um, from what I know, I don't think a traditional um, publishing company give like 100% royalties to all of their authors, not that I know of. You're not right, well, the, mm-hmm. well, the research that I've done is that, now I'm looking at Outskirts Press, the Outskirts Press publishing packages range from $199 to $999. Are they really less expensive, though? And then they had, you know, with the, um, they had, uh, uh, let's see, compared the numbers of this chart, the publishing control. They were comparing it to dog ear, you know, Outskirts is. Outskirts Press versus dog ear publishing. And it has publishing control, Outskirts Press, no. Dog ear, yes. Book cost. Outskirts press, $6.37. Dog ears, $4.28. Author profit. Outskirts press, $1.44. Dog ear, $3.49. Total total expenditure. Outskirts press, 
$2,033. Dog ear, $1,527. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to continue on. How does Outskirts Press compare to Dog Ear Publishing? As we take a look at the self-publishing company, Outskirts Press, we are asking the question, are all self-publishing companies the same? Self-publishing companies are only the same in effect that we all use almost the exact same technologies to print books. Each company has a unique approach to the market and a distinct personality. To see what we believe is important in choosing a company to self-publish your book, click here. So I'm going to click here. And it just says compare publishers. We know how difficult it can be to decide which self-publishing company is best for your book. Are all self-publishing companies the same? See below for in-depth reviews on the top self-publishers and how they compare the dog ear. And they have Author House, $674 more expensive than Dog Ear. You can read more, you know, click on. Book Surge, $644 more expensive than Dog Ear. Infinity, $115 more expensive than Dog Ear. iUniverse, $594 more expensive. Outskirts, $306 more. Publish America, $533 more. Tate, Publishing, more expensive than Dog Ear. Trafford Publishing, $595 more expensive. Wheat Mark, $470 more expensive. Word Clay, $755 more expensive. Ex Libris, $1,400 more expensive than Dog Ear. And Zulon Press, so X U L O N. One thousand one hundred and ten excuse me, one thousand one hundred dollars more expensive. So my advice for you, Philip, is to do what you feel is gonna work for you. Mhm. Mhm. And also, you know, yeah, and also research. I also advise to research self publishing versus traditional publishing and pick your plan. Yes, yeah. Just make sure, you know, when I did, when I when, see what I did was I was telling the friends the same thing. When I went, see, what's one thing I like about the internet is that you can, really, like you said, you can really, really search the, the camp out. It's like when I went to that website, I was reading all the testimonials. As a matter of fact, I went to the mm-hmm. YouTube channel, and I think one of the um, I forget, I forget who the author's name was. I have to double check. She was saying mm-hmm. that when she actually published her book with Outskirts Press, she said that she's really, really never had any complaints. You know about them. She just said that you know the people were professional, and well, you, like mm-hmm. you said, you, you you really have to pay for what you want. Which is the main reason why I think self-publishing, you know, self-publishing your book is very very difficult. Not, not unless you can um save a money to get what you want. But she did say mm-hmm. that um when she published the book, she said she really really have not had any um problems you know out of uh, that company. And I know she said that when they give you 100 percent of all of your royalties, she said that's what really really you know persuaded her and, and other authors too you know to publish with them it's like saying you have to do research on these companies mm-hmm. to try to figure out you know what all they have and when and then when it's not only her but other um you know authors when they said that you know mm-hmm. Oscars press really really the um the place that people need to go express there they're going to give you 100 percent of all your royalties and they said that we have to lose i mean that's just me that's what i just um saw you know on a youtube channel because i do research um 
different publishers come to see what the testimonials, you know, we have to say, which I think is very, very important, though, because like you said, again, we have to have, like, an infomercial to let people know that, you know, this, you know, like I said, again, not, not so, uh, some publishing companies, not all of them have the same, uh, you know, genre. Like you said, you really have to search right. out to see which one is really, really suitable for you. But based on what I've seen, my outskirts press, and I think Francine had the chance to look at it, I really think they have some uh, really, like I said, the packages are expensive. But like you said, again, if they're going to give you 100% of all of your, you know, earnings, then, you know, like you said, you have to go, you have to go over what you think is right. Yes. I'm going to stop you right there, Philip. You made a statement. You said their packages are yes. expensive. And I'm going to ask yes. the Warrior is Queen, the Port Thelman, to kind of give some uh, explanation as to why, when you look at the difference of Outskirts Press giving. 100% royalties to the artist, but the packages for publishing are more in the high end. Can you kind of explain why the packages are on the high end as for being expensive versus the royalties being the artist obtains? 100%. And you kind of say what it is is going on there because some people may look at just the fact that the artist gets 100% of royalties as, okay, the artist is not going to be um, given the short end of the stick per se then. But can you tell us what's really going on there? From your perspective, just weighing things out as for the information that's already been shared. All right, sure, that's just great. Thanks. And thank you. I was, yes, because uh, while you was talking, you know, the answers were coming into my brain from the thinking and my experience of that. Uh, and I'm going to find it online, too, after I tell why. The difference mm-hmm. is that you can, you know, artists, well, I'm sorry, excuse me, but self-publishing authors, you know, they keep all of their royalties, but the downside of it is that to the self-publishing companies, these packages are expensive because that's where they make their money off of. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter whether or not authors, you know, sell a book. The publishing companies make their money off of these packages, and it's not just the publican packages that you choose, but also you have to pay for everything that's in that package separately, meaning, you know, for copyright, I mean, not copyright, copy editing, you know, especially, mm-hmm. et cetera, yeah. So I'm going to look that up about how, um, all right, I'm going to look it up now. And thank you, because I, I don't want artists to look at just the fact mm-hmm. being right. that I'm going to get 100% royalties, thinking that, okay, so you're getting the best benefit or you're going to profit the most from this arrangement, this business arrangement, having them uh, to publish your work. I want the artist to kind of know a little more what's going on there, how the company is benefiting. Um, Are they really getting more than what the artist gets, being that the artist gets 100% royalty, or is it a 50-50 
agreement. So can you kind of touch on that, please? Mm-hmm. All right. Now, uh, all right, I just pulled up a website, and it's called the, um, the question, how does your publisher's publisher make money? And this is from a literary agent, mm-hmm. Rachel Gardner. And uh, July dated July 24, 2012. If you read the publishing blogs and follow industry Twitter feeds, you've no doubt gathered that there's a firestorm of controversy over Pearson, the parent company of Penguin Books, purchasing a company called Author Solutions, ASI, oh, excuse me, ASL, a well-established self-publishing company. You can read numerous diverse opinions on this acquisition and plenty of astute commentary, links at the end of the post. But here, I want to focus on one tiny aspect. What is the most important thing for an author to understand about a traditional publisher entering into the self-publishing fray? As it happens, I addressed this very issue over two and a half years ago on the blog, December 2009. Much of what follows is what I said back then. Self-publishing represents a completely different business model from that of traditional publishing. The business model of publishers has always been to make money from readers. Readers pay their 20 bucks for a tangible product, a book, and an intangible, a reading experience. They'll either like a book or they won't. Either way, they're only out there $20. But self-publishing is different. This is a business whose bottom line is to make money from writers. And that opens up a whole can of worms because it's no longer about $20. And it's no longer about simply purchasing a product, knowing you might like it or you might not. Instead, it's about a writer's lifetime of hopes and dreams. It's about expectations that are often unrealistic. And it's about laying down a chunk of money that's anywhere from hundreds to thousands of dollars with little chance of recouping it. I think the switch from making money from readers to making money from writers is huge. It sells hopes and dreams more than it does a tangible product. It opens up the possibility of exploitation, even if the publisher's intent is not to exploit, but simply to increase bottom line and keep the doors open while giving both readers and writers what they want. Here is the point I think authors should digest. Traditional publishers make money by selling your book to consumers. Self-publishing companies make money when you write them a check. To me, that's a pretty important distinction to understand. Is your publisher motivated to sell copies of your book only if that's how they make money? Authors should be aware that when they decide to go with a self-publishing company, something I am not disparaging, they're going in a whole new direction. They're working within an entirely different business model, and they are the source of revenue for their, quote, publisher, end quote. Does this distinction in business models concern you? Does it matter how the different publishers make their revenue? As an author, do you care? Mm-hmm. Now, those are good questions, and I have to say, I feel every artist, before they make that final decision of which publisher they want to publish their work, uh, their literary work or book, 
I think they really need to sort mm-hmm. some things out first. And I think yeah. the, one of the main thoughts to have is, am I going to make the most mm-hmm. as for profit off of my work, or am I going to make mm-hmm. that publisher, they're already rich. Am I going to make them mm-hmm. richer? Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to get rich, or am I going to benefit in such a manner that I can say I'll be able to profit from sales of my book where I may want to let my day job go. I may want to, you know, do what I love and just do book tours and keep writing books and make a living. Pursuing my passion full time. I think that's the mm-hmm. thought and idea that the literary artist should have. And it should not be, I only want to have 100% royalties of my work. I think you mm-hmm. need to look at the big picture. Who's going to mm-hmm. profit the most yeah. off of the book sales? Is it going to be you, the artist? It should be you. Yeah, not the publisher. They already they already yeah. have mm-hmm. enough money. They already made it. You're the mm-hmm. one that would like to be able to live comfortably, and if possible, to be rich off of the fruit of your labor, your work. You yeah. are the one that wrote the book, and you should be the one who benefits most or greatest from that work, not that publisher, you the artist. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is Warriors Queens of Forest Thelma, and I also want to say, you know, my viewpoint regarding mm-hmm. self-publishing companies is that it doesn't, or as I said earlier before, it doesn't matter whether or not authors, you know, sell a book because the publishing companies make money from the um, packages that they sell. And also, with the traditional publisher, when you have your literary agent, you know, they have get a commission. They make money when authors sell. Okay. And traditional publishers pay authors for their work. So traditional publishers pay authors for their work. Now, does that look like a more fair agreement to you? More risk screens and poor salmon? Yes, it does. Mm-hmm. Like a partnership. It's because, yes, it's because, you know, the partnership indeed is because the author did the work and they've given it to the publisher who is responsible for putting that work on the market. Mm-hmm. But the author is to also know how the traditional uh, the publisher's company works so that you have to beware of the coyotes. The tricks is word choice. Mm-hmm. And if you can, for those listening, if you can reflect and refer to your childhood, think of the road runner. Was it not the coyote who was always on the road runner's tail and path trying to prevent him from reaching his destination? So, yes, you need to watch out mm-hmm. for the coyote. Mm-hmm. And there's many coyote-spirited men and women out there. Mm-hmm. 
in the publishing industry. And if you don't do your homework, if you don't know what you need to know, they will see you coming, and they will definitely take advantage of your lack of knowledge and an experience. Yes, and laugh all the way to the uh, the bank with your That's money. It. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and the next thing you know, your book idea became a movie. And did you see royalties that were a hundred percent from that? See, you never know what backdoor mm-hmm. deals are going on. You go to these publishers mm-hmm. in good faith, thinking they have your best interest at heart and in mind, and they're going to help you promotes your book sales, giving you that awesome marketing package that can't be refused, right? And you invest in it, and you think, okay, they got my back because I'm selling these books and I'm seeing, I'm getting a a check every month, right? But you don't know what backdoor deals are going on. You got to be careful because they can take your book idea, put a spin on it, and I believe someone shared with me if there's a certain, uh, it can be just one line that's mm-hmm. different in their story, it makes it a whole new story. And you know, that's why I also, this is Warriors Queen Zipporah, I also advise to keep original copies, keep originals of what you send out. And literary agents will tell you the same thing. Don't send originals, keep a copy. But also, okay. hear me out. If they mm-hmm. take your story, and they put a spin on it. Mm-hmm. Now, this is what I had got from someone that is a uh, publicist. They take a line, and it's different. That makes the whole story another story. I didn't mm-hmm. know that. Right. So you have to be mm-hmm. more vigilant than they are mm-hmm. yeah. about your art. Mm-hmm. And you have to be to that point where... You get everything insured. That's why insurance matters. Get insurance mm-hmm. coverage because you will have to go to court. Somebody likes your book idea, don't think it won't happen. The next thing you know, you see something coming out in the movies, and it's similar. I met someone, and it happened to them, and they let a friend read their manuscript who lived in California. Mm-hmm. That friend not only liked what they read, they went to someone in the movie industry, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. shared that manuscript. And the next thing they knew, they saw their book idea on the silver screen, and they didn't get one copper cent mm-hmm. for it. Yeah. So you got to yeah. do, yes, mm-hmm. you got to go the extra mile, and mm-hmm. you got to get some insurance, too. And I also want to add, this is Warriors, Queens, the poor. I want to add about the plagiarists. If you ask them how did they come up with your story idea, they would freeze with fear because they couldn't tell us on the top of their head because they didn't write it. So they would have to and the bottom something. line is you got to protect what's yours. That's mm-hmm. why people have guns and permits. <laughs> you have to fight. You have to protect what's yours. There's always some coyote out there trying to steal your mm-hmm. sheep. There's always going to be a coyote out there trying to steal your sheep. 
Or if you're like the road runner, you like to get things done, and you know where you need to go, and you don't play around and mess around, you're fast and furious, there's always that coyote trying to prevent you from reaching your destination. So you got to make sure you're fully loaded. You are prepared to go to war if you must to make sure that what's yours stays yours and it matters. Get that insurance. There is a certain type of protection. People are getting it even for um, labels now where nobody else can use their label brand or name. Um, Just like even uh, names, they get it. It's a certain insurance uh, protection uh, that they afford, and it makes it so nobody else can use their anything. They can't use it. What's theirs is theirs. You've got to go that extra mile. It is going to cost you to get it, but it's worth doing it because we're in a day and time. There's a lot of coyotes out here, and they want what's yours, or they want to stop your progress. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so get your double barrel shotguns and your rifles and your tomahawks and fire bow and arrows. <laughs> get whatever you got to get. Get your bear trap. <laughs> get your coon. Get your coon traps too, because a lot of raccoons down here too. Oh goodness, yeah. They're, now they're the ones. They're um, what's that word? They're uh, treacherous. That's it. Treachery. There are those that deal in treachery. I always refer to them as the raccoons. <laughs> uh, you gotta watch for them. They're treacherous. They're the worst kind because they smile in your face. And you think everything's okay, you might mistake them for, oh, they're so cute and cuddly. Oh, you know, they're such a good reference. You got to know who you're referencing to. Everybody don't want to see you get your pie in the sky. They want to get it. So when you reference people, you got to know, look, what is this going to cost me? Ask them right Right up front. Mm-hmm. If they hemming and hauling well, we're going to wait and talk about that later. You know, once you make it, uh-uh, we're going to talk about it today. Ain't no wait and talk about it later once I'm making it. No, 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 no. What is it going to cost me? Mm-hmm. If they can't give you straight out a figure, next, do not <laughs> waste your time. That's a raccoon. Treacherous, treacherous, treacherous. And we gotta remember it it's it's that way in in this capitalistic country. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are just ready to make a dollar off of you. Mm-hmm. Not give you your dollars worth no. of work. So you gotta be smarter. You gotta think mm-hmm. Two steps, if not a whole yard ahead. You know, the warriors, I mean, Duchess, this is the warriors, queens, the poor. You got to think like the rabbit. There you go. Mm-hmm. There, there it is. You got to mm-hmm. think like a rabbit. You got to think fast, and we got to multiply real quick. <laughs> grow big, grow big. But make sure 
Make sure you count the cost and you know everything. Mm-hmm. Make sure you know everything you're supposed to know. Ask a hundred questions a hundred times if you have to. <laughs> That's it. Be well versed. Mm-hmm. So when you're about to sign that contract, you're ready. And they have told you everything. Mm-hmm. And you know what you need to know to move to the next level. Yeah. And I also want to add, too, regarding the contract, this is Warriors, Queens, the poor, is that after mm-hmm. you read the contract and ask the necessary questions, including things that you don't understand, you know, the final question should be, is there anything else that I should know that's not in this contract? That's right, because contracts mm-hmm. are binding. And the thing about them is it's easier to get into one, but it's not as easy to get mm-hmm. out of one. So it's good if you know somebody that's a legal mm-hmm. advisor who can read it for mm-hmm. you and let you know what maybe is an oversight to you because you didn't study it all. Mm-hmm. That's important. And and you can you can go to LegalZoom. I was sharing that with someone the other day. LegalZoom.com, which is available servicing 24-7 online. You can ask all kinds of legal questions. Um, They always give you the answer and a link where you can do your own review and study and a contact person. You can get matched up to a legal advisor online who you can contact with directly. I don't know what fees they may charge, but if you go to LegalZoom.com, it's free, and ask your questions right there online and do some research of your own with the reference links that they provide. Very good resource. Won't cost you a dime. But it's good to know, know, know. Knowledge is a necessary power today. When we lack it, There's a lot of things we go without in our life. But once we have it, it's almost like possessing, I guess you can say, the elixir of life. When you have it, your life is so much more than what it was before. So, Warriors, Queens, the Poor Salmon, New Year, 2018. Be looking for better, um, much better information. We're going to be able to disclose because we're going to dig even deeper into that well called knowledge mm-hmm. and um, resources. And we're going to do even more research. And, of course, we're going to have some more uh, segments added to our program. One of them is we're going to have a published author uh, who also is an experienced certified psychotherapist and counselor. We're going to have a mental health segment added to our show mm-hmm. format. Every month, uh-huh. we're going to have one uh, Tuesday in every month where for at least an hour, we have our other 
supporting hosts to come on to discuss uh, mental health because there's a lot of artists. They're very gifted now, very, very talented, but they suffer from mental disorders. And we don't discriminate on this panel. We want to cover all bases. Someone could be tuning in that's suffering and struggling as an artist with a mental or emotional need, and we want to be able to service their need in that way too. So just wanted to put that out there. 2018, our panel is growing. We're also going to have a financial literacy segment added mm-hmm. where one Tuesday uh, for a full hour we'll have someone on that will be a representative of a financial firm, and they're going to be discussing financial literacy because literacy also compasses uh, economics in terms of finance, and we want to make sure that artists also benefit tuning into this program from gaining a financial literacy enrichment experience, too, because when artists are empowered in business and and learning how to invest and learning to make wise and good investments and um, becoming more business savvy, that matters because it helps them to better navigate in terms of the business side mm-hmm. of the industry of the art and entertainment. So, yeah, 2018, we got a lot more to share on this panel called the Exceptional Civil Show. So I'm excited with and for us, with you, of course, co-host, Earth Queen Deport Thelman, and for us on this panel, we're going to get some more supporting hosts that are going to help us in uh, promoting this show and helping in our efforts to service the need of the literary and the artist community at large. So I just wanted to share that. So that's what's mm-hmm. happening as for the Exceptional School Show in 2018. And we're looking to expand another um, in another way. We're looking to have our live show to start in 2018, where we'll have at least two hours that will come on the air live. We're going to uh, select various locations where we'll be able to uh, come live and uh, do the Exceptional Scribble Show. We'll have an hour of just educating about publishing and writing, and then we'll have a feature artist in the spotlight for an hour. And that's going to be fun. And sometimes you might just do a, a two-hour open mic segment at a venue, but we're going to do a live show this year as well. We're um, not yet given a date to be announced, to be determined, TBD, but it is coming soon. So keep that under your hat, people. That's going to be another aspect of the show. We're expanding in 2018. More to come. But don't forget the free publishing tips. Hour will not change. It's going to be every Tuesday, 9 to 10, and we may sometime extend it. If we have callers calling in with questions, we're going to cater to the callers. That is one of the marks of the talk shoe 
community. They're well known for doing that, always catering to the callers. So we have to extend an hour to cater to callers. We'll do that because we're on the air for you, our not just fans, our friends. You're more to us than just fans. Those of you tuning in, your friends, your supporters, you're like the wind beneath our wings, just like that eagle. In order to soar, the wind has to support that eagle's body to give it that lift and so it can soar. That's the only way we can do this. We need you. So keep supporting us, and we will keep providing you with the enrichment forums that you need because it's all about you. Warrior Risk Queen support them. I think my... My commercial time is up. <laughs> I just did a, a, a fun uh, infomercial about the exceptional civil shows speak ahead in 2018. Now mm-hmm. the mic is returned back into your hands. Co-host of the exceptional civil show, warrioress, queens of Pora Salmon. All right. Thank you, Dr. Fran. So You're now welcome. we now... <clears throat> We now return to the free publishing tip tower. And I have my following three pieces of writing advice and discoveries, which are, number one, go to seminars to help learn about writing. Number two, preparation is the weapon for success. And number three, Mm -hmm. quitting means that your work will never be known to yourself and other people. Mm. Ooh. So in other words, you're saying quitting is not an option, right? Right. Not a good option. Right. <laughs> Very good. Can you repeat the first one again for everyone? Sure. Number one, go to seminars to help learn about writing. And what I mean is, you know, you sit in seminars, you know, whether they're about business or whatever the topic that interests you, and you listen and you learn new and different things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's so true because going to a seminar, it attracts people of diverse backgrounds, people of diverse experiences in writing, as well as you have writing experts that come out. And they like to network. And you may find literary agents there, publishers there. I think if you can go to a book signing, I know Warrior is Queen, the Port Thelman does this too. If you can go to a book signing in your town or city, that's so good. You never know who might be there aside mm-hmm. from just the published author that's being mm-hmm. featured. Um, and uh, yeah, and Warriors, yeah, Duchess Brand. I also share like to share my experience of a mm-hmm. book signing on November the sixteenth. 
last year, 2017, I went to the African American Museum where actress, author Jennifer Lewis was autographing copies of her book, The Mother of Black Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very, very, very stellar, too, because I know I had heard her on the radio that same day. She was on, I yeah. believe, mm-hmm. uh, DAS earlier that day, or was it? WRD. WRD, yes. And she gave an exclusive interview on that. Uh, radio shows panel, but um, the the background, her background was so rich as far as the experiences she had mm-hmm. in the industry and so much she had to share. It was like, wow, a wealth of information, you know, and uh, you could learn from, you could glean from her and learn mm-hmm. from her experiences what things to do or what things not to do for someone new coming in to the industry. And she also was open. She shared about her struggles with being with the bipolar disorder. And again, like that's why I'm adding that segment to our show. There's a lot of talented, gifted artists. Um, And I know Nina Simone was one that went that struggled with that. A lot of talented, gifted artists um, are struggling with emotional and mental challenges. And mm-hmm. so to have a segment on our show every month, um, one full hour and one show a month, it may turn into having a full hour for every Tuesday. Um, we may switch and alternate uh, twice a month instead of open mic having uh, the person on because it is a need. We have a lot of artists that commit suicide, and people don't know what they're struggling with, what emotionally they're struggling with, what mentally they're struggling with, you know, because a lot of times artists mm-hmm. can be very private, lead very private lives as far as their mm-hmm. personal lives, what's really going yeah. on inside of them. They may never outwardly tell you. You would have mm-hmm. to look at their art, and you're like, wow, mm-hmm. a lot is, 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 is shown here in this picture, and it's going to come out that way. Or when they're on the stage and you're like, mm, I felt a lot. I felt rage. I felt this. I felt that. Well, look, artists are going to be true. Mm-hmm. They're very honest, sincere souls. And for the most part, they need that outlet to be able to express what's going on in their heads, in their minds, in their bodies, in their spirits, in their mm-hmm. communities. So I think it's good for artists to know they're supported in every way. When, when when they tune into this show. And that's what we're trying to achieve. We're trying to make this show that resource for the indie independent artists and artists in general, that place where they can come to and receive help, whatever the help might be, if it's financial literacy knowledge, if it's um, when you're struggling with uh, something that's, of an emotional space or something that's mental, you know, what things to do. We have someone that can help them with that. Um, As far as uh, becoming published, we have this hour for that cause, and we're willing to extend it. We don't want people to think, oh, man, I didn't get off until 9.30. I didn't get home to 10 o'clock. I missed it. Well, if you call in, we'll extend we cater to callers on this platform. That's why I always stress that. 
Because I want people to know we're here for you. We're that resource for you, that enrichment resource for you. So tap in. Call in. Join the chat room. I'm sure there's some information you need, and we're ready to provide it. So Warrior um, Queens and Poor, read on. I really like the information relayed. Very good. Thank you. And uh, before I read on, I also want to comment mm-hmm. on what you said about the mental disorder that, you know, artists have. And I was mm-hmm. going to say that being themselves is, you know, a medicine for them. So that's why they're releasing all their emotions, the anger, the, uh, you know, the sadness, the happiness, the joy, and, you know, mm-hmm. awareness. Uh, and the second one, you're welcome, is because it's what people expect of artists to be, you know, super perfect. And then I think they are a disappointment to the audience to figure, well, I thought she or he was spectacular and all different. But then artists are the same just as anybody else. They just have a job, you know, that's, uh, I don't want to say different, but they have a job. They have a job, but it's different, you know, from what everybody else is doing. Mhm. And the further and I, I go ahead. I appreciate you uh, sharing that information. Mm-hmm. Very key information. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right, and I want to make a correction: is that the job that artists have is the same as everybody else? So they're going to have those those experiences, you know, the stress, etc. But to you know, the audience, it seems that, you know, they have it all to get a job that put, keeps them, it keeps artists together. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, they don't know what goes on behind the scenes, and even when they do find out, you know, it's still unbelievable to some people. Mm-hmm. So true. So true. There's a lot of people that, um, and I'm going to tell you something, you become a target when you have a platform like this. Um, We experienced a couple times a caller calling in, just going off, ranting, and raving about comments that we make, even to the point of accusing us of things and calling us names outside of our names. And, I mean, we've been attacked on this show on this platform. A lot of times people don't realize the risk involved with hosting and co-hosting. You become targets. There are those who are just angry for whatever reason, and they will will target you. It's like Mm -hmm. displaced anger. We're on the Mm -hmm. air. We're trying to help artists, and we're trying to be there in support of the indie, independent artist community, and we get attacked. There's some time when callers call in, and I have to mute out their mic. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not talking about your occasional prank call or, you know, a kid calling in <laughs> laughing <laughs> or hanging up and, you know, the little, you know, silly things mm-hmm. you expect a child yeah. to do. But, I mean, calling and angry and yelling and screaming. And, I mean, I you know, I, I literally marked, I noticed, where the person is calling from, I don't want to. I don't want to magnify mm-hmm. them, but I just have to say I do know 
where they're calling from as far as the state location, mm -hmm. but their name is always hidden, so I don't know them by name. And I just uh -huh. think that um, it takes strength, it takes courage mm -hmm. when we come back every week after having an assault or an attack that's verbal like that on the radio um, and yeah. to come back the next week and to continue doing this, mm -hmm. that goes to show you we're in this all the way up to our chin. We're mm -hmm. serious about this business here. We're not doing yeah. this for fame. We're not doing it to become popular. We're getting attacked doing what we do. Mm -hmm. um, we like to share a lot of factual information and the truth. Everybody mm -hmm. can handle Right. And, and we're this is Warriors Queens of Four. I want to add that these attacks are from the conditioned that you know that we you know the bride meaning that we scrub you know the burnt skin off of the wound, and so when the conditioned people you know it's not the people it's the conditioning that's in them that's attacking. Right, and I tell you, it's not a persecution complex at all mm -hmm. because other people that are on our show's uh, panel or callers that call in are hearing it too when when the person calls and they're angry and they're attacking mm -hmm. us with their words. But what I'm learning is, you know, we're on the front line, in other words. Mm -hmm. What we're saying is making the difference because if mm -hmm. it wasn't, there would be no adversary to what we're trying to do here, Okay. So we're motivated. It's not going to weaken our impact. It's not going to lessen our interest in doing this. It's increasing our motivation to be even more bold in the promotion of the positive works that we're about on this show's platform. So I have to say to you, Word with Queens of Port Thelman, we're holding high our tiaras and our our crossbows and our spears. Mm -hmm. um, we're going to keep it going. Okay. We're going to keep it going. We're not going to let our spirit damper mm -hmm. or our fire abate because of that mm -hmm. adversary that from time to time we get it, that mm -hmm. adversity. But we're welcoming it. In 2018, we're saying bring it on because we're not going nowhere. We're going to keep doing what we love and helping our artist friends because that's what we're about. Well, you know, I want to add, you know, is that as far as spirit, make it a fire spirit. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. That's what that is for sure. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Yes, indeed. Mm -hmm. And yes, again, we want to say this is the Exceptional Scribble Show, ladies and gentlemen, episode 196, and we're coming to you live. Our focus for tonight's show is supporting indie slash independent artists 365 days. And yes, that means informing them of what they need to know about their rights. And publishing, too, because it matters. 
We want to make sure they're well informed. And Warrior is Queen Deport Thelman is doing us that honor as lead facilitator during our free publishing tips hour. And yes, the hour now is ten thirteen. Warrior is Queen Deport Thelman. Do you want for us to take a few minutes break? So you can refresh yes. yourself. Yes, please, because I do have a uh, one article to read under the publishing mm-hmm. information. Yeah. As well okay, as then that's what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. So, ladies and gentlemen, again, thank you for tuning in to the Exceptional Scribble Show. I am your host, Say the Poet. <laughs> and it gives me great pleasure to say we are now taking a music break. And, yes, if we didn't say it already, we're saying it another time for those just now tuning in. Happy New Year. Happy 2018. We're back. And in 2018, we got a lot of pleasant things in store for you. Thank you. 
Party Rock Anthem entitled Party Rock Anthem. And that's by Lauren Bennett. Okay? All right. So now let's get back to where we left off. Warrior Rich Queens of Porous Almond. All right. Thank you, Dr. France. And I do need to acknowledge it looks like supporting host Donaldson Flowtime. Yes. For this Donaldson flow time with these correct sentence structures uh, is with this claim of this on this call of the talk shoe enterprise for the love of the poetess, duchess, sage, and also the warrioress, Queen Zipporah. How you doing, folks? Hi, happy 2018. Yeah, happy Hey, you guys, it's going to be a I feel big, like the ball just thing. dropped when you arrived. The ball just dropped, and we were just <laughs> counting down. So your timing is impeccable. We're starting the new year off together. <laughs> so don't drop the ball. Don't drop the ball on my account. I know. Oh, I know wait a I minute. I heard that um, they dropped, they call it the blueberry in New Jersey. They have a blue mm. one that comes. <laughs> A blueberry. Whatever, oh we're God. here, right? We're here. Woo! We made it. Woo! That's crazy. <laughs> you crazy. Actually, did you see the picture that Sky Ski Rio actually shared? That gave me blueberries. I was like, oh. No. <laughs> on, on Instagram, I mean, I, it's got to be the women in, in, uh, in, uh, <laughs> oh, goodness. It, where's, yeah, where's Sky Ski Rio located well, at? Well, you know, Virgin he's in Island. the Virgin Islands, St. Croix, yeah. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, he sent this one uh, image on Instagram, man, of these two beautiful ladies, and, I, it, man, I, it blew my mind, you know, <laughs> like, literally, like, Barbies. I was like, what? Yeah, man. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> yeah. So well, thanks for sharing. I mean, hey, we had him on earlier. He gave his salute for the new year, so... You know, we're glad to know everybody's connecting in 2018. We're not losing our connection as a community of friends, and, and that's what's up. Indeed. Queen, uh, can I, can we, let's get back to Warriors. What did, you, did the Warriors have something to, to dialogue about? I, know, I don't know how many other listeners are on the call. Is it just us three or what? Now it's us three that's showing okay. up. We had a couple more. We had a pretty good night tonight. Mm-hmm. We had uh, Shane Teller back nice on, and he Shane? just dropped a new... Yeah, he just dropped a new album on uh, SoundCloud entitled On the Other Side. When you get a chance, 
You can visit SoundCloud.com and um, go to Shane Teller, his name, and you'll see his new album. It's 12 tracks. Awesome. Very interesting art, too. Yeah. Shane Shane and I have had private conversations. I said, if it's the same Shane, you're talking about the one that makes the jewelry? Yes. Yes. Yeah, he actually, we got a project going right now. I'm I'm working on a song to, for his next album. Well, actually, he was promoting, he promotes uh, talented artists. So it was Ryan, mm-hmm. who's the actual uh, designer of the jewelry. And I had Ryan on the show, Ryan Tourette. Nice. Um, and I met him through Shane, but Shane uh, helped to promote oh, shit. Uh, other artists, not just, just my my, uh, my friend just walked up, and I gotta say hi to my friend. Okay, so give me a sec. I'll be no right back. No problem. We're on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Come on, second. Let me mute out here. What's up? How are you? Where is Queen Deporta yeah. Salmon? You're holding. Right, you hold... Wait, we say I couldn't hear you. You were. Um, You're holding. The scepter, I believe, during this hour. So, wherever you tell us to go, so shall we wander. <laughs> We're like the wandering Jew, you know, the plants that just grow through, or the wandering Jew. We just go, we just go, we we everywhere. The wandering Jew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to continue on with the publishing information. All right, and here's the one piece of advice. Number one, make your publishing plan as you go along. Wow. Uh, Donaldson, would you like to reply to that statement? I think he had to leave the mic for a moment, so we'll mm-hmm. wait till he returns to ask him. Mm-hmm. Um, Warrior is Queen, support mm-hmm. them, and what are your thoughts about that comment? All right. And statement. All right. So regarding, you know, what my, um, you know, what my viewpoint and all about it is that it's uh, it's very useful, is because as mm-hmm. you plan your publishing career. You know, you're getting the uh, blueprint. It's basically a blueprint, you know, of what you're going to need, you know, for learning and succeeding. Mm. Mm-hmm. And you know what? There's a lot of people that beg to differ mm-hmm. because they feel that the blueprint should already have the ink dried. It should already mm-hmm. be completed, finalized. When you commit to doing whatever, they feel that the blueprint should already be in your hands as a finished mm-hmm. product. So what would you like to say in response to them, to maybe challenge them in their way of thinking? All right. Well, to the people who believe that you should already have the blueprint made, you know, they could do it themselves. And what I mean, you know, they could look for a blueprint that would work for them since they believe that, feel that way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I like I like the way you answered that. That's right. <laughs> it's just like going to buy a new shoe. Um, mm-hmm. You try on a lot of different shoes, 
So you find the one that's the perfect fit, and then usually that's the shoe that you buy. Mm-hmm. So what works for you works. Mm-hmm. It works for you. Right. It should work for you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, it should. <laughs> Since you believe that, and you believe, oh, my blueprint is already made, well, go find it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll say firsthand, look, don't come to me. I'm not in the blueprint making business. No, <laughs> no. Now, I'll be a cheerleader. I'll cheer you on. If it makes sense, I'm going to tell you. And if you need to revisit, I'll tell you that, too, because maybe you missed something. But, no, I don't make blueprints. <laughs> I'm definitely not the lady that it comes to for that. You need an architect or an engineer. I think a lot of things, yeah, I think a, a lot of, I'm like that, um, you know, how you, the old way of developing mm-hmm. film, you had to go in the dark room. I oh, think yeah. a lot of things, a lot of things that I did in my life, I was in the dark room making things happen. <laughs> so I don't quite know how things actually connected together. All I know is when I came out the room, it was it was a done deal. It it, it mm-hmm. somehow worked. It yeah, somehow it worked. Yeah, it was. It yeah. already knew what it's supposed to do. It just needed an explanation. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't I don't have a lot of explanation as to well <laughs> each step, but you know, no, I'm the wrong one to come to that. No, 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 no. But that's interesting. It's interesting. Um, you know, everyone has a path. You know, we all have a set of um ideas that we fancy that we you know, we hold on to, and they become a dogma and eat it. You know, we have a set of principles, guidelines, or rules to follow, you know, teach his own. Um, so if we do things a certain way, we expect to get certain results. It's like All that. Right. But I like the idea of as you go. Mm-hmm. You know, it's happening. It's like a work in progress. I like that idea. Mm-hmm. I really do. Thanks. Now I'm moving yeah. on. Mm-hmm. And all right, is an article is I'm going to read. It's titled "A Writer's Hierarchy of Needs." It's from writersdigest.com. Now I'm only going to read you know the first part of it because it's rather long and it's getting the time is getting late. So mm-hmm. in this article, there's a pyramid, and here are the following things on it: self-actualization. Achieving one's full potential, including creative activities, that's the self-fulfillment needs. Next is esteem needs, prestige and feeling of accomplishment. Belonging and love needs, intimate relationships and friends, that's the psychological needs. Safety needs, security, safety. And the final, physiological needs, food, warmth, Food, water, warmth, and rest, which are the basic needs. Could you restate that phrase? Because I heard you, but it was kind of fuzzy, like there was some static that made it a little hard or challenging to understand what you were saying. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, so 
the last part was titled Physiological Needs, Food, Water, Warmth, and Rest. And they are the basic needs. Mm-hmm. And they are the basic needs. I think we need to keep that in mind, especially mm-hmm. during this season, you know. Um, it's getting cold outside. Um, when it gets frigid, it, it's a little more difficult for traveling. You have to go from A to B, and, you know, we struggle a little, and sometimes, you know, things might not work that are mechanical as as, as good as they work when it's not as cold. Um, so we need to have a little patience. Patience is a virtue we all need to have and acquire if we don't already have it. But we lead lives sometimes that, you know, become complex or complicated, and then we forget about what's basic. What is it that I really must have? Separate that category from the things that you're in pursuit of. Because sometimes we're in pursuit of things that aren't basic needs, meaning we can live without them. And then start prioritizing those things we're in pursuit of that we can live without and say, okay, this is what I can do after I know all the basic needs are taken care of. This is what I can do right now first and then move down that list. And then it's less of a hassle. You have less weight to carry. You're more free to breathe and not to to be so stressed. Mm-hmm. So it's a lesson to be learned. Thanks for sharing that. You're welcome. And so the readers can read the rest of the article, you know, for themselves. And again, and, the article and again, is titled, can, Yeah, tell us where we can find the article or the title, please, and the source. All right. Link. All right, the title of the article is A Writer's Hierarchy of Needs. And it's found at writersdigest.com. Mm-hmm. Writersdigest.com, ladies and gentlemen. That is a good resource for writers. Again, writersdigest.com and Warriors Queen. The Salmon is always sharing a lot of the articles that she reads from that source from that website and that source. So we need to be gleaning from writersdigest.com, and that goes out to all literary artists. If you're a writer, please go online when you have the time at your leisure. Go there. Seek and you shall find. There's a lot there for you. Thanks, Warriors Queen, and you can carry on. All right, you're welcome, Dr. Swann. All right, now moving on to the next category, which is titled Anti-Trump Art Warriors Resistance. All right, the first section is books. And I'm going to read from the Compact Set for Introduction to Drama, 5th edition by Lee A. Jacobus. All right, on page 31. Genres of Greek drama, tragedy. Greek tragedy focused on a person of noble birth who in some cases had risen 
to a great height and then fell precipitately. Tragedy showed humans at the mercy of Moira, their fate, which they only partly understood. One objective of Greek drama was to have the audience experience a catharsis, which Aristotle describes as a purging or purifying of the emotions of pity and fear. According to the Greeks, these are emotions that a person associates with the fall of someone in a high social station, such as a king or queen. A central character or protagonist of noble birth was therefore an essential element for the playwright striving to evoke catharsis in an audience. 20th mm-hmm. century experiments with tragic figures who are ordinary people, such as Arthur Miller's Death of a Salesman, as masterful as they are, would not have made sense to the Greeks. For the Greeks, tragedy could befall only the great. That was great. Mm-hmm. Actually, I, uh-huh. I chimed in at the last minute. I want to say, hey, I'm back. And yeah, yeah, I'm not going to abandon you guys. Hey, you know, <laughs> for, for, this, for this abandonment claim is with the claim of the lame. For the truth of this claim is with the claim of the same. As the past in this call, on this call, on the talk shoe, so I'm coming through with the wickedest crew. Now I'm back to do what I came to do. That is inspired. <laughs> hey, I love it. I think that's a good vibration verse right there to start our year on the right you know. foot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, yeah, that was some good stuff, though, uh, Queen Zipporah. What's it, what are you guys, what are you reading from? All right, I'm reading from the Compact Bedford Introduction to Drama, Fifth edition by mm. Lee A. Jacobus. Okay, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I took drama in high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually started as a, the uh, Ernest, the lead role in Importance of Being Ernest. You guys heard of that one? Yeah. 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 I have. Uh, mm-hmm. They actually picked me, I can't believe it, to be the lead role. Mm-hmm. Check out on that. Actually, I got picked to be the lead, the lead role. Yeah, man. Thank you. Um, mm-hmm. That was a long time ago, though. I feel like Al Bundy. Okay, this ain't funny. Yo, I'm taking you back like a dummy into time when I used to be in high school. What a fool. Yo, I thought it was cool, but now I drool about the days of long ago, days in the past. For this nowness is the disclaimer of this laughter <laughs> when I'm looking back. Anyway, uh, you already know. But, yeah, no, I used to be in choir. I also used to be in drama. And, uh, you know, Ernest was a mo- one of the more challenging things that I've ever done, and I couldn't believe that I actually went through it. I think I just didn't have anything better to do with my time, you know? We're glad that you took that role. You could have said no, you know. Mm-hmm. But then that you didn't have anything man. to tell us about, right? <laughs> Another thing is, as I was entering this this high school, Ar- Arlington, I wanted to be in the chamber singers, which was the highest choir. And I'm oh, not, okay. I'm, bra- I'm bragging, but how do you enter into the uh, the highest choir, you know, and you ain't never been to the school before? You, you're, and you're like, well, let me just get into the best. 
of the best. Mm-hmm. And so my counselor was like, well, you have to audition for that. And I wouldn't get my hopes up because you have to really be able to sing good, you know? And I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> In my head, I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> because I already knew I could sing, you know, mm-hmm. real good. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I started singing, man, Mr. Lutz, the choir director, man, he, he was all about it. He's like, Oh yes, he 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 already knew. So I got into the highest choir in my high school, just on one audition. Never having been there before. But then after that, about two years later, I got into all state honor choir because of my position in the choir at the high school. So I was one of two students to be in all state. Yeah, yeah. Whew, blowing it up. Wonderful. I'm trying to tell you. Hey. <laughs> It was fun, though. All actually. of it I mattered, like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you Step know, the past soon. is great, but the future is even greater. That's right. Yeah, but we're now, looking forward to the greater ahead, things in 2018. Mm-hmm. We have expansion. We're, um, our program's format is going to expand. We're going to have a financial literacy segment added on, and we're going to mm-hmm. have a, a segment where we have a, a certified psychotherapist to um, provide counseling and teaching about how to maintain a healthy emotional, mental, and social being. So we're looking at servicing our artists' needs in a more well-rounded approach in 2018, and that's very exciting for me. I think it's a good idea. I mean, you know, a lot of artists caught an ego. When you're talking about psychotherapy, mm-hmm. you're talking about basically what you're really dealing with is the different levels of ego. But a lot of that can actually be overcome with simple meditative practices. I do, I do, mm-hmm. I do want to say I appreciate the concept, though, of having a psychotherapist come on here um, and, and really get down to brass tacks. But I think it's, a, it's dangerousness on the call, right? Dangerousness on the call. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I'm not. I have nothing to worry about. I mean, when you know who you are. See, the thing about it is, I don't know. Let me. Well, just you know, you. I'm very, I'm very particular yeah. about who comes on in the spotlight. Period. So I'm going to make sure, of course, there's going to be a certain vetting. There's going to be a certain screening. And I have no problem with meeting mics. I have no problem with stopping yeah. anything if it's not if it's going to be to the injury of an artist. I won't have it. It's going to be discontinued right. and abruptly discontinued. And that's the I bottom line. We're going forward mm. in 2018. It's about healing of the soul, healing of the whole self, okay? So everything that happens with this show's program is moving in that direction. Anyone that's not for that, they need not call in, seriously, because I'm just not going to respect we're not going to have the attacking that we, we, I I was hearing before you even called in, there was a lot of um, verbal attacks going on um, at times on this show. I mean, hosts, we were getting it. The daggers were coming. I just feel like out of respect, if someone's going to call in, you call in to contribute to the platform. Don't call in to attack us. We're, we're, not the enemy for one and we're on this 
um, this is like a labor of love for us. We're not getting paid to do this, okay? So someone calling in to try to hurt us, that's just not going to be accepted, you know? It's wrong, mm-hmm. wrong address, seriously. And I'm going to shut it down. That's what's going to happen. We're here trying to help, and in any way we can, we're going to help those indie independent artists that want it. And if somebody mm. doesn't agree to that, then, hey, keep it moving. Well, Go on about the business. In the second way of recognizing your, your ego, there's an, a limited sense of self, but then there's the expanded sense of self, right? And that expanded sense of self usually includes everyone outside your body and everything outside your body. So when, when, when I think in terms of someone's hurting me or someone's saying something that's hurting my feelings or whatever, if that, that me that's thinking that thought is the one that is limited. But when I'm thinking expanded and I'm thinking beyond my limitation, in the second consciousness, you know what I, what I realize is that well, I must be, I must be actually questioning myself, and also doing something inside my own self, in my heart space, with my mind and my heart, in order for to, for me to see and recognize that. Because you're, it, it's so funny the way the subconscious mind actually picks out the truth that you focus on in your reality. Mm-hmm. It it creates reality. Your subconscious thoughts will actually find what you what you train. It, in other words, the conscious mind is like as something separate from the subconscious mind, right? But then there's also the limited sense of self, and then the, the expanded one. And I think most psychotherapists actually know about both of the two styles of consciousness. And not a lot of people actually talk about it, they, and, and they don't want to actually give and reveal the secret, you know. But, but a lot of the Hindu doctrine actually encompasses the same ideology, the same theories, the same ideas, whereby you are merely a cosmic body. You're another cosmic body, just like Jupiter, just like Venus, just like Mars, just like uh, the moon, just like the sun, the earth. You know, you on this planet are a cosmic body as well, because... We're talking about individual bodies, you know, but all being together in one existence. And that, but if you look at yourself as an individual body only, and then you're looking from a limited perspective, seeing yourself in a form of limitation, but if just getting the whole picture of a cosmic body, right, that, that means now you have a whole picture of who you are. It's a, it's a whole other psychology. And that's, that's the thing about, uh, psychology is that most people only focus on the limitations of the ego and they don't go beyond it you know yeah well you deal I with the, the ego the um is the ego and then the super ego when you're talking about psychology so you have those that they focus on just one or you know they kind of isolate their philosophy on just one and not encompassing the whole. Okay. Hmm. But the bottom line is our show is expanding 
in its approach because we want to service the holistic needs of our artists. We will be talking more about uh, natural or homeopathic uh, healing because that's beneficial to artists as well because our health is our wealth. You know, artists cannot perform if they're not healthy. Mm-hmm. That will cause them to have to stop doing what they love if their health is impacted with a sickness or, you know, disease. So we want to make sure artists are able to function in their highest or their chi, which is their highest spectrum and level of functionality. And that means being holistically well. It's all about wellness in 2018 on the show platform. Why why don't you call the new show um, Exceptional Artists? I'm not changing the show's name because as the founder, I actually branded the show. Mm -hmm. And when people come to the show, they refer to it by the title because we've made it prominent by just Mm -hmm. being consistent, coming on, announcing the show at the beginning, announcing Mm -hmm. it at certain points in between. So if someone else wants to do an exceptional um, artist show, like if you wanted Mm -hmm. to do an extension of this or just your own thing, we'll support you in that. But I have to go with the brand that I have, which I, I have actually had people try to ask me if they could buy it. I had someone literally ask me if they could buy our name. And I said, no, thank you. I feel it's, well, it's, it's a baby to me. I, I helped in it. It is, yeah, it's a first thing. I can't do that. Like, you know, I'm like, it matters. It, it means something to me. You know, but, I can't but, just give it up like that. Okay, so, like, is there going to be a major portion of your show focusing on writing still? Oh, we're still going to have our free publishing tips hour. That's never going to leave us. Free publishing but, tips? That's not writing? Oh, yes, it is. This is no, the show itself it's highlights writers. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's all about literary artists and enrichment of the literary artists. So anybody can call in at any time and say, okay, during our show, after mm-hmm. the exclusive interview hour, of course, um, yeah. I would like to mm-hmm. talk about and then be just, you know, specific mm-hmm. on what about well, writing you want us to discuss. Which okay. During the free publishing tips hour, that's covered. Like we I had see, I, um, yeah. someone that called in tonight, and they weren't well versed about the question they had about a particular um, benefit to artists that are published and the royalties aspect. A lot of people don't have a clue about a lot pertaining to publishing, but they know they want to have a book published. So this show becomes that enrichment forum for them. Okay. And for writers in general, that's the way it was first presented, and that's the way we had it. But now we've enlarged our borders in that we cater to all of the Indian independent artist community. So we have blown glass artists that come on the show from time to time. I've interviewed, and I have friends that are. We have um, other artists of other mediums that come on. We have our performance art. Artists. We have one just last week that was in the spotlight. Um, a couple of them that are actors that have acted on various television shows and 
Uh, they've been in movies, and they are still um, acting now. So we don't discriminate as far as art is concerned. What do you eat? But we cater to callers. So, like, if a caller calls in, Queen Warriors Queen Deport Thelman during the republishing tips hour and says, you know, I'm a writer. I have a question. I don't know the answer. Maybe you might help me. Hey, we're going to stop whatever it was that we were doing, and we're going to cater to that caller. That's another mark of our show. We cater to callers. Definitely, so we're definitely. not going to be so programmed and conditioned in, in, in the way of format that we can't be flexible if the caller has a need, you know. Sorry, not you. Sure Someone service. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the thing is, is that that when callers call into the show, I, I mean, they're thinking, you know, exceptional scribble, and I can see how publishing is a part of scribbling. And but you know, and so that's why when you when you heard me focus on my quantum grammar, that was all because of your title of your show. The only reason I even brought that stuff out was because the show was about scribbling, about writing, you know. And and I can see how you have to write to get publishing deals sometimes to people. You have to do things in order in, in write letters and correspond with people. Mm-hmm. So writing plays a part in getting publishing deals. Go ahead. But you know, being that it's it's publishing doesn't happen first. It's the writing of a manuscript that happens first. So that's why okay. it's so important to have that free publishing tip star because right. there's a lot of people that are writing manuscripts. Some know it, some don't know it. Some are ready for their manuscripts to be finalized and published. Some aren't there yet. They're still in that composition um, revision phase of, yes. of uh, getting a work to its publishing final proof red state. So that's where Warrior's Queens of Forest Elm and she's available. We also have other writers that are expert writers that call in that provide um, resourceful information. I would challenge anyone that calls in or tunes in, we have a chat room for that purpose. If you have questions, I'm always saying it. I'm in the chat room, I'm looking, I'm reading. Uh, some people are just kind of just getting the information I'm sharing, but they're not asking questions, so I'll type in and say, if you have a question, please type it in so I can relay it, you know? I was taught, if you're hungry, you're going to eat, right? Yes. So when people really are hungry, if they really want to know, all they have to do is tap in. We're on. Three hours, that whole time, we're available to them. Whatever their questions are, whatever information they need. If they just need a referral, people know I'm good for that. You need um, a good referral, you want to get your career (laughs) up and moving in terms of whatever your craft is, come. Tell me about it. Call in. Say what it is, but know what you're saying. Articulate it well, because I'm not a, you know, hey, if it's not clear, I'm going to say I'm not clear on what you're saying or I'm not clear on what you really need. I need you Mm -hmm. to be more specific. Well, it's like you're a therapist, you know. But we've been around. We've been around for a while, and our show has evolved. It sounds like you're a therapist. um, We had another host on before. 
in the past. We came a long way. We did a lot of things. We used to do have a lot of open mics and have poets calling in. Then I realized something. I yeah. said, there's another piece to this. It's not about just open mics. There's a lot of radio shows on right now huh? where it's just an open mic show. I said, we have so much more to give. We, you know, we've kind of gone through the range. Some of us have okay. published three and four books. We know a little something. Why can't we contribute, get back to the artist community, because there are some artists that don't have a clue. They just don't know certain things. Why not share? Why not help by having an enrichment forum where artists can call in and whatever their true needs are, if they voice them, those needs can and will be met. And the more I listen when the callers call in or they ask questions in the chat room, I realize, we need to have more of a holistic approach because there's some, they need to know about finance a little better. That'll help them to better mm -hmm. navigate on their journey as an indie. When you're talking about independent artists, it matters. Money does matter. And investment. So we're just it. trying to help. That's all we, we're trying yeah, to do. And if people like really are hungry, then... They'll, they'll eat. Well, you know, it sounds to me more, you know, that the show, this focus is is on on helping um, not just writers, but singers, actors, you know, Right, uh, the indie, independent artists mm -hmm. community, right. because they're the ones that are struggling and starving the most. So we're out here for them. Why don't you, you know what would be kind of cool as the Duke? I'm trying to say this as the Duke of the show and that is that would it would be kind of cool to see exceptional scribble branch off into helping to having a show that that is like in other words one of your episodes or maybe just a, an hour or a half an hour or 45 minutes of the exceptional scribble be devoted strictly to exceptional artistry and in this in in that realm you would be able to actually dialogue about all these different well, things exceptional mm -hmm. artists are who I have in my spotlight. When I do my eight to nine, every show, that first hour, I'm interviewing an exceptional artist. And a lot of times I'm finding out that these artists are not given the proper um, accolades. They're not even regarded as they should be. So a lot of them are unsung and they should be well-known. They should be renowned because of the the quality of their artistry. And so I'm giving them that opportunity to to be heard. Exactly. And what hour do they call in? I do that from 8 to 9. 8 to 9. And a lot of times I tell people, look, I understand we're busy. We have, you know, work schedules. We're not always able to tune in to the live broadcast. But check out the archive link. Hear what you missed. Because a lot of those artists, they actually dig deep, and they share a lot of good resource information that they know from a personal perspective, on a personal note. And it's helpful information that can help another artist. Mm -hmm. So I love what I do. I love having that segment. That's always going to be um, present. Um, we have a few minutes left. So 8 to 9 is the artist hour. Yes, 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yes, indeed. But it's not, but it's not like the whole. That's the exclusive show. 
interview hour. So I always have a feature artist in the spotlight. Or a writer, a feature writer or a feature art, just artist. A feature artist. A lot of them are. Is that. A lot of them are writers. I'm your friend. Mm-hmm. And I won't hurt you. Okay? I'm not going to hurt you. I'm not going to do anything that's going to damage you. Yeah, you got to remember, who created the Exceptional Scribble Show? And that'll answer your well, question why the title you, is what it you is. You did. You did. But you also no, told me. No, not you did it. A writer did it. Uh, okay. A, a writer? writer did it. That's how come the name came about. Who's A? A writer is... The show was created, the name, indefinite article. the show, the concept, whatever you want to reference it is, it was birthed from a writer. Who? That explains everything. Who was it? That's why it's entitled The Exceptional Scribble Show. It's you. Who was the writer? Because a writer. Who? Me. Okay. Are you being who? Say, oh, my God. See, I know it was you. I know you're a poet. But so if it's a writing show, then we need to focus on writing, right? I'm only saying Excuse that because me. of I one reason. Explained. Yeah. We'll have to talk off the air. This is not the time. We have four minutes left. What are we going to do for our oh, last four well, minutes? Well, I mean, I'm just trying to, I mean, everyone should know that it's good to have this dialogue. It's very healthy. What are we going to do know? for our last four minutes? I don't know. What do you guys want to do? It's up to you. You know, I mean, I four think we could left. Then we're in clean. Is it okay for her to enter? Did you have something yeah. to share? Because take over. We only yeah. got four minutes left. All righty. Dominate. The All right. All right. So in these last four minutes, I'm going to continue on with drama in the early twentieth. In the early oh, God. Me, early and mid twentieth century, oh, and. Geez. On page 32. You know what? I have to say this. Warrior is Queen, I just need you to hold for one second. Sure. When I created the Exceptional Civil Show as an artist Mm -hmm. who is a literary artist among Mm -hmm. artists, Mm -hmm. um, I gave it the title because it was a scribe who designed the concept of the show. Our show is not just going to focus on strictly writing alone because we have artists that have needs. And, again, we are servicing the needs of an indie independent artist community. Yes, literary art is one of the art forms that is highly afraid and well-supported with this show format. But we have callers and we have guests that are not just writers. They're artists in various other disciplines or forms of art. And we don't want to be biased in our approach. We want to reach all of the artists and whom fall under that category as indie independent artists. The show's name remains, as I said, if someone wants to create an idea concept of their own show pilot, that's for them to do, but I'm not changing from what I know is what I, the vision was that I had. That, that's what it is, the Exceptional Scribble Show. And we're going to keep it alive and, and thrive and do bigger and better things in the year approach. Now, how much time do you need for your article? Is this something we need to save on for next week? Are you talking to me, uh, Franz? 
Yes, Warrior is Queen yes, before right. us. All right, well, you know what? I'll just read this little bit, and then I can continue mm-hmm. on the rest of it next week. All right. All right. All right. All right, now we're still on. Next is page 32 from Drama in the Earliest and Mid-20th uh, Century. That's the chapter title. And it's from the book, The Compact Bedford Introduction for Drama, 5th edition by Lee A. Jacobus. Lee A. Jacob. Yeah, Jacobus, I'm sorry. All right. <clears throat> Excuse me. The perception of the truth involves a fate that the tragic figure would rather not face. It might be death or as an Oedipus Rex exile. It always involves separation from the human community. For the Greeks, that was the greatest punishment. The end. Hmm. That's mm-hmm. good food for thought. And I think that's mm-hmm. a good uh, end point mm-hmm. or end note as well for tonight's mm-hmm. show. And I'm going to, at this time, share uh, for next week, we will have as our feature artist, the name is published author Sharice Francis. She has a fiction book, which is a collection of poetry, and it is entitled Lucy's Bone Scrolls, The Black Speculative Mystery School. And again, it is a fiction collection of poetry. And she is published by Three Legged Publishing. And I know that uh, founder, his name is Malcolm Boyd, and I have interviewed him on the show's uh, panel as well. So I am very honored to have one of his published authors to appear on the Exceptional Scribble Show, and, and that will be for episode 197. Again, her name is Sharice Francis. She is the feature artist. And this is for next week's show, which is January the 9th. And the exclusive interview hour is when that interview will take place from 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And Warriorist Queen, just so that you know, um, whenever we have our writers on, I will always um, tag you or make sure that you have a link uh, informing you about it. But feel free to call in. There may be some information that you may want to share with them. Because even though they're a published author, they may still lack some knowledge about publishing. And because you are one that is well-versed in it, that would be good um, when you can to call in and listen in and to um, share information. And also you can acquire some information about a potential publisher, even for your series. Now, from what I know, her book is a collection of poetry, but it's fiction. And her book title is Lucy's Bone Scrolls, The Black Speculative Mystery School. And it does contain poetry um, with Afrocentric, I guess you can call it, Afrocentric sentiment, mm-hmm. a lot of historical and biographical true facts are in it, although it's a fiction uh, collection of poetry. But it does focus on 
the um, African influences in art and music and history and so forth. So I'm really interested in talking and discussing uh, quite in depth and intently, uh, a little more in, intensely about her uh, writing with that book. First time I've ever interviewed anyone that wrote a collection of poetry like that. So I'm looking forward to next week. All right. You can finish on your end, and then we're wrapping up tonight's show. All righty, then. So that was it on my end, you know, from what I had read about the last words were from the drama book. And now I'm going to sign off for tonight. All right. Thank you so much, mm-hmm. Warriors. Queens of Port Thelman, we launched our new year. And this show's launch was successful. Looking forward to launching other successful shows in the weeks ahead. Keep doing what you love. And, of course, we have an expansion ahead of us for our show's panel. And I think it's a great thing that we're expanding and covering much territory and being able to accommodate our artists by way of a more holistic approach and how we service their needs. Thank you so much, and, you're, and and thank you for all that you do, because I couldn't uh, host this show mm-hmm. without you having your part and your hour mm-hmm. and your contributions. They matter much, and let's continue to work as a team as we move ahead and um, expand and, and other supporting hosts that will be a part of this show's format. It's, it's going to help add even more enrichment to our enrichment forum, and that's how we'll better service all the callers that call in. Thank you. You're welcome, Dr. Fran. And to exceptional scribble listeners, this is Warriors Queens of Forest Elman, hostess, for ending for tonight's episode 196 for Tuesday, January the 2nd, 2018, which is the first day of the new year for the Tuesday show. Until next time, everyone, good night and stay warm, please. Wonderful. Thank you, Warriors, Queens of Port Thelman, and have a very peaceful night and good health. All right. You do the same, and to everyone else, nighty-night. Good night. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thanks again for tuning in. We, the Exceptional Scribble Show hosts, appreciate your support in 2017, but we love you even the more in this new year called 2018, and we appreciate your support in this year the same, and even the more love added to our reaching out to you to help and support you as an indie independent artist. We will not let you fail. We promise you that. We're here for you. We're here for you. And in closing, here's some sweet music for the night. Have a peaceful night, everybody. And good health to all.
Have a good night and happy 2018, everyone. Make this year our best year yet. We will do the same. Good night. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.